0: All right, here we go. Uh, Jim, Amy, thanks for joining us in the studio today. It is an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, first of all, just, you know, you guys are a, a military couple, uh, been with the military for a long time. Jim, you were in the Marine Corps. Yeah, Marine Corps for 20 years. Booyah. Damn. Retired. Yep. Um, so that means she was in the Marine Corps for 20 absolutely. years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So you guys were together the whole time? Yeah. That you yes. met.
1: Where'd you meet? Uh well <clears throat> when I was in college my roommate and her were best friends hmm. so we I met her through him and then uh we dated for a while and then uh I joined the marine corps and we had a couple of kids and said well shit now I got to stick with her <laughs> who who approached who? Oh she totally approached me Oh is that right Yeah yeah I hate yeah. her she yeah. was a bitch. <laughs> she was a stuck-up bitch in a tiny little town. Oh. Where, where was this? Where were you guys at? We were in um, Elwood City, Pennsylvania, a town of, like, nine people. Yeah. And yeah. That, is that where you guys grew up? No, well, she I grew did. up right down the street. Yeah, I grew up in Long Island. Okay. And uh, so I was born on Long Island, but I actually grew up in, in Germany. My, oh, wow. My dad worked for Pan Am, and... uh. So I was about 14. <clears throat> the town changed, and uh, our house got robbed a few times. My dad finally was like, fuck this, we're out of here. And got uh, transferred to Frankfurt, Germany. And, yeah. and so I I grew up in Germany. So it was
2: safer in Germany than New York.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. It would have been safer in Germany during the Holocaust <laughs> than, than Long Island. Right now. <laughs> Was uh was dad in the military or anything? Well, he was in the Navy for five years.
0: Did he have anything to do with aviation or
1: yeah, so he uh actually and that's why that's how I became who I am because my dad was uh a aircraft mechanic in the Navy in the fifties and I mean he was a plane captain, which means he was in charge of these planes on a A one D Sky Raider, which is just an amazing airplane, and he was a crew chief on a C two. Uh, Greyhound, which is a, like a transport plane. You know the, the E2C Hawkeye? he has got the radome. Yeah. So take the radome off and, and call it a transport, and that's the C2 Greyhound. You worked on that. The yeah. only reason I know that is because you did the whole thing.
0: With this. <laughs> I, I, I can picture it because you said that, otherwise I would have no idea what you're talking about. Right, but yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the spinny thing on top? Yeah, the spinny thing. Uh, We've all seen that
1: before, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he got his A&P, and then... Uh, he was going to see him but then pan am offered him a job and so he, he went on pan am and uh and my dad was amazing i mean he uh he's my hero but he he won, won the charles taylor award which is 50 years in aviation uh he developed the troubleshooting uh system for the 747 the hydraulic troubleshooting system so i mean he's he's you know everybody loves my dad you know and he's irish he's happy go lucky you know and every time we went somewhere People are coming up to us, kids, saying, "Oh, your dad's so." Old. I was like, "Yeah, I know he's awesome." You know, uh, so that was really cool. And then, when, so I, I failed out of college because I'm not college material.
0: <laughs> Twice, but you're actually. marine,
1: but you're marine material, right? Yeah, so, so, that's, a, you know, that's what a
0: lot of us are. Yeah. You know, be college be hard, material, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Can't, can't be college. <laughs> go go be a jarhead. Yeah, so. uh so I fell out of school and I was working at a gas station making four twenty five an hour, you know, trying to support, a, yeah, trying to support a family. I'm like, I'm out of here, man. So I will go to a recruiter and, uh, you know, I was like, pass the Navy recruiter because, you know, I don't want to be gay at sea. And then pass the Army because they suck. And then, you know, talk to the Air Force guy and he's like, oh, you don't know. Oh, that was the other thing. I, so when I was in college, I was doing Air Force ROTC and, uh. You have to do like a, what do you call it? Uh, you know, she oh, like who you know, who you are what your intro. background is, and and also you have to list any police offenses. Oh yeah. So I asked for a second page, and <laughs> and then the instructor's like, yeah, you don't need to be here. Right. So so the for who was that for? The Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. I got rejected by the Air Force also.
3: <laughs> and
2: well, the Marine the- Corps actually cleared my high school criminal history through the police department oh, in like beautiful. four days nice yes. s- the air Man, force or the marine
1: corps gets it done you know and then
2: i was in maps in
1: three days after that that's awesome yeah, yeah. it's crazy so <clears throat> i uh so this is december and i was talking to marine recruiter i'm like you know he said like, well, what do you want to do i don't know you know Well, I'll take this test so i take the test and I scored a ninety-seven. Thank you. Had a out of ninety-nine. <laughs> what on the asphalt? What yeah. what test? You got an asphalt. Yeah. You got a what? Ninety-seven. Gee, yeah, I got a one thirty-five on the GT, which is the mechanical ability. Officer material. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah this is officer material, right? <laughs> so according
0: to that GT score. Well, right? I mean, what's the
2: average? <laughs> Probably like fifty. <laughs> well, for, for, the, r- for the for the <laughs> for the asphalt, but no, for GT I, I score, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, you can know. actually do a lot of things with, like, a 50, 50 as. No, you can't. It's not
1: high, but you can do a lot of, like, little bullshit. So, funny story, one of my sergeant majors was an ASVAB waiver. Uh-huh. Like, the minimum is 31, and he scored a 30. You know, and a waiver? Oh, yeah. That's he was. Like, uh, that's he's fucking a dumb. An he, officer, you
0: said you had? Oh, sergeant <laughs> major. Oh, sergeant major. oh yeah. that makes sense.
2: <laughs> Back <laughs> in the day, right? What, what
1: was he like? Was he cool, or what? No, he was a complete jackass. <laughs> Look at Amy. Amy knows. She's like, oh, I remember him. Yeah, sergeant major Oakley. What a piece of garbage. But anywho, uh, so I was like, well, you know, I, well, I always wanted to be a pilot, right? And but obviously, I can't do school, so that was out. But I, you know, growing up, well, I was a child. I wanted to be a firefighter, right? I thought that was cool. So, so I was like, oh, I kind of want to be a firefighter. And uh, he's so then he's like, take this test. And I took the test, and he's looking at the results. He's like, yeah, man, you you don't want to be a firefighter. Like, pick something else. And I was like, "Well, my my dad's a, a mechanic, a jet mechanic. I think that would be cool. Can I be a jet mechanic." He goes, "Yeah, sure, absolutely." I'm like, "Can I leave in two weeks?" He's like, "Absolutely." You know. So I was a Christmas present for this guy, and then I shipped off uh, 28 December for for boot camp. 20, what 28 December? What 92, year?
0: 92. 92. Yeah. Wow. And so so the so uh, Desert Storm was going was that still going on? At the no, time? that it was uh,
1: it was just over. wrapping up. No, it was over. Not, when did that end? 91. Uh, no 91. Yeah. 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 So yeah it was so Desert just about Storm was wrapping like up. Three man. weeks long. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, going to WTI or something. Yeah. My history is showing. Right <laughs> What's WTI? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a weapons and tactics institute. It's a lot of. Where's that A at? lot of MOSs go there. Yuma, Arizona. Oh, okay. So, like, FACS go there. I thought we got COM guys out there, too, because they're running the operations. Definitely got for... COM. But
2: I have COM friends, a lot of COM friends. Okay. We were in COM units. Oh, well, yeah. In all you were Semicom, right? I was all, all COM units all throughout the Marine Corps. Oh, okay. I was always
1: in a comm unit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they got a little bit of everything, but they do, like, with this war game and stuff, and, you know, it, it's, man, it's, like, seven weeks long. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Excuse me. Yeah, so, all good. <laughs> those beers are hitting you already. Hey, yeah. hey let it go. It's let it yingling. Let it, rip. Yingling. Let it rip, bro. Let it yeah. rip. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a jet mechanic. He's like, yeah, no problem. So shipped off. And so the Super Bowl happened while I was in boot camp, right? And so back then they had the squad base and, it, you know, you know how boot camp was. It's definitely not the Air Force, right? It sucks. It's dirty. So I used to, I used to be a Bills fan, a right? huge Bills fan. So that was a year that the Bills went to the Super Cowboys. Bowl against the Giants. Oh, the Giants. And lost for the fourth year in a row. And I said, and so at halftime. What year was that? 92. December 92. Well, so was so Lawrence Taylor still playing then? He was, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. For the Giants, right? For the Giants, right. Anyway, so, sorry, I don't mean to take you off. Target. Yeah. So at halftime, I requested permission to go back to the squad bay because we were in the, the sister series squad bay watching it, and I went back in polished boots because I refused to l- see them lose another Super Bowl. And after that, that, that was they like, were I – yeah, I was like, I hate the Bills. I'll never support them again. I I hope they all die. <laughs> then you watched them lose <laughs> to the Cowboys. Two was that two times in a row? I can't remember. if It was one or two, or but, two
0: in three years or something.
1: Right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah He's just oh, the Bills suck. So
0: are you, I don't know. Are you man? really? I don't not, know. Are you are you not a fan anymore or what? Well, thanks for calling. Josh Allen.
2: Josh Allen. I had you, no you don't.
0: I had no idea. The Bills are like
1: favored for number one next year. I don't care. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really gotcha. don't care. <laughs> it burns, yeah. but, you know, well, awesome. and that decide. That <laughs> thanks to Colin Kaepernick, I will never watch football again. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's these pieces of shit get million dollars, and but they're oppressed, right? Jackasses. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, I'm done with. Actually, I'm done with professional sports altogether. I'll watch yeah. golf if I'm really bored. but I just
2: can't go that deep. I can't. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm they've totally. been such a big part of like, like watching professionals. Just. College and professional sports has been a pretty big part of my life growing up, and like, let me tell you, something. and there's a lot of bullshit that I agree with, but there's also guys in those leagues that agree with us or agree, not us or whatever or whatever our beliefs are. So like, we don't support them anymore
1: either. If my kids kneel for national anthem, they would be dead to me. How do you feel about? Um. Well, yeah, okay, that
2: that's fine. But how do you feel? Like, your wife works for Navy Federal, and right. she, Navy Federal implies rules on them. That they might oh shit. Son. Yeah, but they're also giving her a paycheck, so Well that's what I'm saying. That well that's exactly what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. A professional sports. So ain't some, those me a guys, paycheck, some so of those guys some of those guys You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. So why are you so gonna not they, support the guys in the NFL that have maybe they have the same, exact same views as you? So you're just gonna stop supporting them too? Well, like they need support also. Yeah, but they're again they're They're not. getting
0: paychecks whatever, but yeah, they're getting huge paychecks. They ain't paying me. So what do I care? I think what Jim is saying is, if Amy was in the NFL, then he would be okay with it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and bringing home those big paychecks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> bringing home those big paychecks. Well, Amy, what's your straight what's your out, assessment? And when you guys met, you know, he said you guys, uh, you were a, you were Jerick. What do you do you agree with that? What was it like when you guys met?
4: I was very different. Very different. I, I was um, I was making my way. Into the you know business world at that time, and I had a chip on my shoulder, and I was you know Miss Junior America. I
1: smacked it out of her.
3: <laughs>
4: Junior <laughs> women's, and I was doing everything just to get ahead and meet people. And then I met Jim, and he was, you know, he he was a nice guy. We were we at that time when they were in college. My friend, um, his roommate, and him, we were all over twenty one, so we could go party. Nobody else in college can do that. Very few, and especially because it was a dry town where he went.
0: Oh, to uh, dry towns! <laughs> Ooh. So, in what was state? P- New, New York?
1: York? Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, went to, I went to Slippery Rock. Was University. it Amish town or something?
2: Very close. Yeah, it was close. close yeah. Wow. And,
1: well, there was, it was an older population. Other than the school, there's like the a, average uh, age was like 80. You there's know?
0: still a dry town in Oregon where mm. I'm from. Yeah. Well, there's dry towns in like Missouri. There's, they're all over the right. place. Yeah, they oh, okay. are. I, they I, think, are yeah. I, I didn't know that. You know, we got the place up in Georgia. I think there's places up in Georgia that are dry towns. I mean, it's an, an, it, it is such an old school. Right,
1: right. Um, and that's the thing. Like if it's an older po- population. Well, you it's know, a prohibition The era population
0: thing. was around for prohibition.
2: Is
1: that what you're saying? No, no, no. Just like uh, the, a, the older population or more conservative. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right. That's crazy, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no alcohol at all, huh? So, <laughs> well,
4: in, in in a college town, and and at this point, the reason he picked the college was it at that time, back in the day, it was on Playboy's top twenty party schools.
0: Is that right? What was it called Slippery, Slippery Rock,
4: Rock University? University.
0: And it's in what town?
4: Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania.
1: Where is that? What a in funny Pennsylvania. name. Pennsylvania, like Playboy what's it tonight. by? So is it's it? almost yeah. halfway between Erie and Pittsburgh. Erie and Pittsburgh. On, on the West yeah. Coast.
2: Okay. Why was it such a popular So West popular
1: State. with uh,
0: Playboy. Such a good question.
4: Because it was a party school.
0: There were. It a was, dry town?
4: It was, now. So it there, was a dry town. However, about four miles down the street. It wasn't. Right. It was a different college town. There there's a lot of college. So they'd go get the Europe. beer
2: up there and yep. And
4: and when we were living there, um eventually we got to the point where we would have keg parties every Friday and Saturday night. You could buy a keg for twenty eight bucks. Yeah. the cheap Damn. beer, you know.
1: Yeah, whatever. PBR. Char- yeah. PBR. Yeah. Yeah. Charge everybody
4: five bucks, and that's how we paid our rent. Okay, so- you
1: guys were probably making three hundred bucks a keg. Oh there. yeah, because as soon as the keg was delivered, pass around a hat. Yep. yep. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> so yep.
0: how so? How long did you guys know each other before you went into the Marine Corps? Uh, so. Or like, how long were you guys dating?
4: About a year and a half.
0: Yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah. So solid enough at that point to go off to boot camp. Obviously, Paris Island, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I didn't care. You know what I mean? Like I said, I was just done with life, and, and I just wanted to leave. And Yeah. It was so funny, though. Is, <clears throat> so right before I, I went to boot camp, I had gone out to see my, my parents, and they li- they were working. My dad was working out at LEX, so they were in California. And my dad's like, well, why don't you join the Air Force? It, it's easier. <laughs> So, immediately, in my brain, I'm, oh, so you don't think I can make it? Good to go. Right? I, I will challenge, I will Challenge accepted. Right, yeah. Right? The challenge accepted, and I will die before I quit. Right? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> now, if he had said, why don't you join the Air Force? They take care of you better. Maybe I would have joined the Air Force. You know? If he
0: would have said, why don't you join the Air Force? When you get out into the fleet, you get your own
1: room in the barracks. <laughs> <laughs> or at least they don't. didn't, I didn't even, under, I didn't understand anything yeah, yeah. about the military. You know, yeah. all I know is I was out of a job. Well, I was you know working at the gas station and making nothing, and life sucked, and so. But
2: you were like twenty one at
0: that time. 23. 23. 23 yeah, I was yeah.
1: twenty three. Oh, wow. joined, joined a little bit late. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Not that late.
1: That well, I mean, bad. I was out. Well, the, biggest, was the biggest
2: pussies in boot camp were like twenty eight years old. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> actually, we, we had a guy in our uh, platoon that was twenty eight. And, uh,
2: I had like three or four and they were really they would like cry in the mornings when they were yelling at us to put our clothes on and they would just and like a, the guide would have to come and put their boots on and shit. Yeah, oh well right. that's because
0: yeah. they experienced life with freedom before they before they actually joined. I guess that's true. Yeah, but yeah I probably am, I experienced I mean, life I'm with not freedom with freedom and it fucking sucked. <laughs> you, you
1: experienced freedom and sucked, yeah. Yeah. Uh what was boot camp like for you? Uh it was disappointing. Oh, I was really? really disappointing, Yeah. I only got hit a couple times. <laughs> I thought it would be no. I'm serious. I thought it would be like like you seen in the movies, right? I yeah. thought I'd get thrashed and be. I had this one drill instructor, Jimmy Sweet. This guy looked like a GI Joe doll. His name was Jimmy Sweet. Right. I didn't find that out till later, but uh, amazing, amazing individual, and he looked like a GI Joe doll. And yeah, I had a lot of respect for him. He had me on the quarter deck. So, oh. so I when I was in college, I was an English major, and this comes into play a few times. Uh, but I also speak spoke three languages, right? I spoke English, French, and German. Yeah. And so drill instructor Sergeant Sweet was talking about the Battle Battle of Soissons, right, France. But he said, Soissons, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I go, uh, sir, it's Soissons, not Soissons. <laughs> and uh, he goes, and he turns around like, what? I was like, well, if you're going to say it, say it right. And apparently that's not the thing to uh, tell your drill instructor. Well, if you're going to say it, say it right, sir. Yeah. So, sir. well, again, I grew up in New York, had an attitude, you know, so. Yeah, the guys from New York were the worst. <laughs> <of camp. Yeah. laughs> so I never exercised until I passed out until that day. Is so, that right? Yeah.
0: How was, far uh, How in the boot camp was that?
1: Um, it was still first phase. So maybe four, four or five weeks into it
0: and then you probably had a bullseye on your back from Oh race. yeah cuz I was a
1: smart ass too yeah. and, and and maybe even before then right <laughs> The worst part was uh so this other kid that was in boot camp it was it was Jim McGinnis and Dominic Minervini right and Dom- Dominic Minervini was an Italian from Woodstock New York So McGinnis and Minervini were right next to each other were hanging out all the time he was also 23 when he joined neither one of us gave a fuck and just I mean talked shit and laughed and choked and we were just in trouble all the time uh so it made life a little bit more difficult but that's what i kind of expected you know and so like i said it was disappointing because i didn't get beat all the time and so i thought it, I, my dad treated me just as bad as drill instructors did you know when i was growing up so it really wasn't like you know, I mean, I, I was expecting more, and I just didn't get it. The
2: pilots know? that I've met are pretty structured, as I'm sure your dad was, right?
1: Well, he was a mechanic. Oh, he was a mechanic? Yeah. Well, I think I think he mean like, the air crew. Oh, for Pan Am. Well, he was a mechanic for the Navy, and then for, also for Pan Am. So, for, yeah, he's always for, for been maintenance.
2: F- so. Working for an airline and doing important—I air- mean, the mechanic, to me, is the most important job in a whole fucking airline, <laughs> <True>. right? <laughs> That's true, Yeah, <laughs> yeah but so. he's also a
1: hot-headed— but Irishman, it's probably you know, really so. structured,
2: and they probably have to have all their nuts and bolts in the right spot at the right time, and all that shit. For work,
1: yes. For home, absolutely not. You know, but he still so. did it anyway, right? Is that what you are saying? No, he didn't. He just like he got mad and he beat us. Oh, oh! oh. <laughs> Irish Catholics, he yes, said. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, got exactly. you. Got you. Yeah. Okay. 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 So uh, excuse me. Yeah. So again, it, it, it was a great experience. I love boot camp. Um, Pugel sticks was awesome. I smashed a dude in his face. And that was really cool. Uh did but again, you learned a lot, you know. Did you play sports uh like in high school and whatnot or what I did. Uh I, I I swam. Uh I ran cross country, I ran track, uh I wrestled for a year. There I didn't like go. wrestling. I you know I mean group grabbing men, rolling around on the mat, you know, I mean that's more Amy's thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wrestled in high school too. <laughs>
0: what what sports did you play did you play any sports uh, or?
4: I played basketball and um volleyball
0: you have a you have a very competitive at least to me I, I've known you for a couple of years it seems like you have a competitive spirit
4: i do yeah. i do but I'm not that kind of person who goes out and has to
0: talk know, talk shit. talk
4: shit to people because I know in my heart I can do it so I don't have to
0: yeah, I don't deal with it. You just leave it on the field or on the court. You don't right. have to. You don't have to talk shit. Yeah.
1: Well, you know the other thing about Amy is she's so amazing. I mean, she could do anything, but she's like a behind-the-scenes person. Like she doesn't want the credit. She doesn't want the spotlight. Like she's happy just doing what she does. And then, you know, like she's the kind of person that would give somebody a huge amount of money anonymously. And you know, where'd it come from? Yeah, I don't know. And she just you know slips into the shadows so i mean I, I respect her a lot for, for but that you, but you guys obviously have a
0: strong relationship you guys uh, you so you did 20 years in the military you've been out for a little bit though right when did yeah you get so out? i
1: retired in the december 2012
0: 20, yeah 2012 so, so, so jesus
1: 10 years crazy. ago Damn. wow
0: so so you guys have been together for what 30 years now we 31, well, our son's 30. 31 and a
1: half your son is 30 <laughs> so we got married august fifteenth, nineteen 1993 yeah. But but you obviously were together for a year and
0: a half before right. you got yeah. of course. Yes. So you guys have been together for a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Long time. Yeah, you guys seem solid. I mean, uh, I've, I've known you guys for, what, about mm, five years, four and a half right, years yeah. now? So, you know, and I met I met you guys almost as soon as I... When started. you took over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and right off the bat, I met you. Yeah. And we had, like, some kind of a... Get, yeah, uh, we are down out,
1: at Bizarro's in Satellite Beach yeah, for yeah. Uh, I forget what it was. Just a, some meet and greet or something. Typical instant bond. Yeah, yeah. Me, and, well, me and you,
0: me and you bounced off. It was just me and you talking about Marine Corps bullshit yeah. for a while, yeah. Go figure. Um, but yeah, you guys seem solid. What's the what's the secret? I'll tell you what the secret is.
2: <clears throat> so, well, should we get to where like they're solid but they did 20 years in the Marine Corps together? Oh,
0: for sure. Well, so for uh, sure. I want to get
1: into some like that, of I mean that's, that's got to have
2: something to do with it. That's fucking so, crazy.
1: All right, so my first deployment in 90, 90. so I, I got to the fleet in 92, or I'm sorry, I went to boot camp in December 92, got to the fleet in February of 94, and then went to Somalia in, in October of 94, right? So, I mean, right off the bat, I'm, de- I'm deploying, right? And back then, Marine Corps was like, we're getting de- two deployments out of you no matter what. To
2: where? Somalia. Somalia, guess gotcha. Yeah. Damn. So Within uh, your first, like, year and a half in the Marine Corps, two years or whatever?
1: Well, yeah, it was my first, what? February to February to October. Six months? Mm-hmm. I was already I was already deployed. After so, boot camp? Well, after my after, after I finished all my flight training. Gotcha, and everything. So I was, gotcha, I was gotcha, in okay. about a year by the time I finished all my... you went straight to Somalia. Yeah, I went straight to Somalia. That was a good time. <laughs> Damn.
2: So, in like the I early s- 90s, folks. Yeah. Like, who <laughs> so, the
1: fuck knows what was going on there? So, uh, like I said before, I was an English major in, in college, right? And on the ship in 94... There was no emails. There's no phones. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. nothing. Right? You, you wrote letters. I used to be an asshole. Uh, sure. Yes, she, she, she would. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I was. I was a hateful. Just. I like. I don't know how she say it. I was. I was a really horrible person. I was a horrible person. Sounds like a love note is coming. <laughs> so she she wrote me a letter. Poem. No, she wrote me a letter. I corrected it and sent it back to Oh, forward. for God's sake. You read.
4: <laughs> in Reading.
1: You read Pender. You read Pender I from did. Somalia. I did. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. What a, dick. what a dick. that's diabolical. I told <laughs> you, you. What a dick, right? <clears throat> I told you. I, I, was a, I was a horrible person. So, uh, like I said, the Marine Corps got two, two deployments out of you. That's all they cared about, right? So, I, I got home from my deployment. I don't know, sometime in 95. April and 95.
4: April 95.
1: April 95. And then, 96, I'm back on another deployment. So, I wasn't even home a year, and I'm back out on the ship. So tough. So tough on relationships, right? You guys right, yeah. And it, the worst part is, so I, my first deployment was on the Essex. And people, like, bitching about the ship. And the Essex was a brand-new LHD. It had coffin racks. Like, this is amazing. I don't understand why people bitch about being on a ship, Right. Other than the great hot dogs and the maggots and the rice <laughs> and the grade F meat, that you know, uh, where, where's uh, the Essex out of? Is that a that East was out of San Diego, uh, Sandy, San Diego, yeah. okay. and then it, it went to Okinawa? Yeah, yep, okay, but uh, so my second deployment it was on a Tarawa and it was on it was an LHA class ship, it was on its last cruise, well, it was supposed to be his last cruise before they mothball it. It was... I mean, I'm telling you, night and day, right? It was, it was absolutely disgusting, right? The, the evaporator ran out, so it's 110 in the birthing area. You know, it was just, it was a miserable experience. So, when did I leave for that deployment? June, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was June. June of 96. August 19th, 19, August 19, 1996, I was in a helicopter crash. Uh, we were on our way for my uh, aerial gunnery instructor check ride. We had 1,500 rounds of fifty cal ammo on board. And we're leaving from the ship to Udari Range outside of Kuwait. And we had just stopped at this place called 6th Brigade, and we dropped off the Kazovac crew, right? So they're on standby in case anything happens on the range or anything. And this is—so it's a Monday morning. I fucking hate Mondays. I hate mornings in general. Like, now I really have a thing against Monday mornings. So it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. We take off. Oh, and by the way, it's 155 degrees. Of course it is. Of course it is. All right, so we have an oak gauge, right? It's an outside air temperature gauge in the in the cockpit, and it's pegged out at 58 degrees Celsius. I mean, just like it just gave up, and so it, it was hot. So we take off from Sixth Brigade, um, and we're flying as a section, right? So two helicopters, and we're we're Dash Two, we're the second helicopter, and. I just happened to look out the window to see what, what Dash-1 was doing, right, see where they're at because that's what a crew chief does is, you know, the airfield surveillance and all that stuff. And uh, as I'm looking outside, I hear a pop. And I, I just kind of like, that was weird. And then my, my gunner, Matt, starts yelling, we're on fire, we're on fire. And just as I'm turning my head to see what the hell he's talking about, this wave of flames comes and, you know, hits me in the face. And then uh so turn out our number 2 engine decided to explode. And when it exploded it took out the number 1 engine and helicopter really doesn't do good flying without any engines. So Th-
0: this had nothing to do with like taking a round or anything. No, like that? It, just, no just it was just, it, it was
1: actually, it was a manufacturer's defect that they didn't want to, the Marine Corps didn't want to deal with because it was going to be expensive because oh, they would have to redesign it.
2: Sounds like a little movie we watched the other day. So uh what movie was that? <laughs> Pentagon Wars. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, about the, the tanks that yes. have
2: fucking malfunctions oh, and my, shit. And they just yes. go through hoops to hide it. To, and they've my, been
1: spending billions of dollars on it. My son, Robert told me about that movie. It was, well, i didn't mean to take away from your story but no, it sounds but exactly yes, when you say malfunction or uh, manufacturers malfunction right. you're 100 yeah. percent correct so yeah. you know if it's going to cost money they don't want to deal with it right yeah. oh what's you know because at the time but that,
2: the thing is is it did cost money to get to that point to the well, beginning cost some more
1: right yeah. yeah but you know if it was only one here one there you know we're, we're nobodies you know we're 200 grand what's 200 grand in, in a in a budget that's trillions of dollars. And, uh, you know what I mean? Funeral service. Well, they don't care about that. No, I know.
2: It's paid for by the tax bill. Right. That's yeah, exactly. good. No, you're, you're right.
1: <laughs> so uh, my helicopter actually went inverted, right? And so anybody knows anything about helicopters. Oh, also tell you that helicopters don't do well when they go upside down, right? I mean, so it wasn't fully upside down. So like if this is my helicopter, it went like this. And then we started spinning out of the sky like this. And so I held on to the, the crew door. I wasn't scared. I was bummed. I said, well... This is it. This is the day I die. And uh, and I am I promise you, I said, all I said was, God, I just want to see my kids again. Right? That's all I said. The helicopter goes from doing this to it levels out and, and just starts doing auto rotation to the, to the ground. Right? And if you read the, the Mishap report, the pilot said they couldn't see their hands in front of their face. Right? Because it all smoke and, and everything. So who was flying that helicopter? Right? God. Yeah. And so... <clears throat> We we land on ground, badass. I survived the crash, right? And I go to climb out. Injuries? Yeah, I I was burned. I had third degree burn on my on my arms, my leg, right side of my body. Uh, secondary degree burns on my face, and neck. But no broken bones. No broken bones. bones uh, right? Because it's what? sand. So we you know plopped into the sand and ah. and actually, thank God for the sand because it just kind of kept everything. There, you know.
0: What about everybody else on the <clears throat> flight?
1: So the co pilot got burned, um I think on his neck and then the pilot didn't get anything. Um Jesus. Unfortunately a, a, when we were so badly damaged by when we landed the, the like belly broke it basically broke and and a blade came through and, and killed killed Matt. Uh, my gunner, and but I I didn't know that till till later. Um, you were just getting the fuck out of the wreckage, and well, yeah. So I was so yeah. We wear a gunner's belt, right? We were uh, uh,
0: Is that is that what you were? What exactly was your role on the on mechanic? Right. Well, you, were you
1: the, you were the mechanic? Well, I'm minor. a mechanic and crew chief. So okay. ah. so the, the crew chief. So the crew chief in, in Marine Corps because we're so short staffed. We're, we're a mechanic, we're, yeah. we're a loadmaster, we're a gunner, we're, you know, we do, we do everything. We're responsible for everything. Trending every all. Right, yeah. M- nice.
0: Multifaceted job, yeah. Right,
1: yeah. And it keeps us busy, and, and it's, and it, the best thing about being a crew chief, especially a 46 crew chief, because we are the best people on the planet, is, uh, it's not a job, it, it's a lifestyle, right? I mean, so you, you, and Amy will tell you, she's had to deal with it for so many years, but it's, it's. It's just awesome. It was one of the best jobs that I could ever have dreamt of. You know? were,
0: were you, like, a sergeant at this time? Or?
1: No, I was, I was a corporal. I was only four years in, and, uh, you know, I, I only had, like, 800 flight hours. I mean, I was really, really inexperienced. And uh, What was Matt the gunner? He was a, I think he was a sergeant. He, had a year. he was an airframer. Uh,
4: a year on you, I think.
1: Yeah, and... And actually that was his last appointment. He was getting out and that was that was awful. He yeah. was gonna get out, marry his fiance, he's gonna go to Embry Riddle to college, you know, be a pilot and What
0: yeah. what what was it like for you to hear about that situation? Was that so you so you guys have kids? How many kids do you have at this point? Two, Two boys. Two. Yeah. Is that is that all the kids that you guys have? Correct. So that, so you have both your kids, I'm sure they're young, and then you get this news that he's been in a Right well he's been in a crash
4: well, back in the day, I was a key volunteer, so all the married people any any spouses, I would give them a call and let them pass on information about the deployment yeah. and At about five o'clock that morning, I got the phone call that there was a crash, and all we all they passed on at that time was the only um fatality was a single marine. So, okay, it's not Jim. I
0: so, they, that so, they, so they hit you up with this super cryptic, you have to deduce from that. Correct. If you guys were still not married, you'd have to be like, oh, God, it was him. Or it could, right. have, been could him. have been him. Right, yeah. Right. But because you guys were married that you were able to deduce it wasn't right. Jim.
4: And um, I went to work that day, just like any other day, took the kids to daycare. And about I, – I was – a little bit off because I still knew somebody out there you know was was on this aircraft and we knew they couldn't all be okay yeah so um, about 11 o'clock the girl I work with said hey let's go to lunch early so I'm like okay so we're walking out and it's a long corridor and I hear the phone ringing because we didn't have cell phones back then of course and I was like I'm gonna go answer it it could be something you know I walked back and answered it, and it was Jim. He was um, at that point in ICU, ICU yeah. on the ship, and he's like, "Hey, it was me. I have 3rd third-degree burns, and you know, I just got out of you know an operation, and this and that." And I'm like, "What the oh, fuck?" What? <laughs> I'm like, uh, "What are they gonna do about it?" You know, are you are you coming home? What, what's going on? He's like, "I really don't know anything." So and it was a very, very short call because the nurse was in the room with him. She would not. So
1: Colonel Fox, he was the one of the I was blessed with Gracie. He was one of the best ever. And he's like, Jim, you got to call your wife. I'm like, "Uh, I don't want to do that. He's like, call your wife. And then so basically he kicks in the, the door to the nurse's office. He's using your phone. This bitch wouldn't even leave her office, and she's just banging shit around because how dare some lowly, scum, enlisted guy you know, be in her place. And I, I talked to her about two minutes, and I said, you know what? I got to go. I slammed the phone down. I'm like, thanks for nothing. And then I went back to my hospital bed. Who who was this that, that was an asshole about it? The, the, one of the nurses in the, on the ship. Jeez.
4: Navy nurse. Navy.
1: I was going to yeah.
0: say, you got to be in the military.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so um
0: <laughs> get off the phone, soldier. Yeah.
4: I'm a
2: Marine
4: <laughs> Yeah, so I went about my day, you know, and I'm like, Okay, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna get some information. This exo's wife at the time, because the CO's wife was out of town, came over to my house. It was Cindy Fox, great friend still to this day. She comes over, you know, has her two daughters. Um, they take the boys outside to the park and she's gonna talk to me and I'm like, Okay. She knew that it was Jim, but she was not allowed to tell me because that's not the correct chain. So I go 24 hours and I hear nothing about him, his situation. So I'm like, I call work. I'm I'm not coming in. I go. We were on Tustin um, Air Station at that time in California. I go up to the General Commanding Officer's office. I go right in, and I said, well, you know, I'm looking for an update. I'm ho- hoping you have something for me. And this guy's like, well, well, you know, they didn't know what to say. I said, well, I'd like to talk to somebody who might know. So if they sit me down, and there's this guy, you know, he's chit-chatting trying to, because I know they all know, he's chit-chatting with me. And I'm like, hey, what's that picture? Is that the Essex? He has a little picture of the Essex behind his desk. I said, oh, my husband was on that, and I knew it was you know a brand new ship here they know each other
1: (laughs) yeah so I just happened to know the guy which helped too
4: and uh, so you know he was like let me go see what's going on after he knew who Jim was I go in to the commanding general's office there's brass everywhere you know they're going to give me an update well they really didn't say much other than you know yes he was hurt we don't know the extent blah 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 so I was like okay well you know we will get you an update that's what he they told me so the guy who was at the desk
1: yeah i forget his name
4: i don't remember it either but he's like the general's like you aren't assigned to her you will call her every 4 hours with an update blah, blah blah and it was just kind of crazy but after that the um it kind of trickled down and the uh, exo's wife came over and she's like amy i'm sorry and to this day when she sees me she's like i'm so sorry i knew everything But I wasn't allowed to tell you. Um, They ended up finally deciding that they had to send him back because his injuries were too much for the crew on the ship to take care of him. So that was, at that point, it was, um, we were in California. There was a lot of, um, a lot of people upset because the helicopters were going to be moving to San Diego because they were going to eventually close El Toro and Tustin down. So, they were in an uproar because you're bringing the helicopters down, they're not safe, you know, there was. So, when I went to the airport to see him when he got off the plane, they sent down a bunch of PR people with me, generals and colonels and I don't know who all. Because they didn't want me to talk to the press.
0: Do you, do you think that's why they're so... It, it, I mean, so I am a Marine. I, I was in the Marine Corps for four years, but I spent 15 years after that in corporate America. With and, a military bank. Credit hey, <laughs> <so, laughs> but, but union, come on, get it right. Uh, I
3: mean,
2: tomatoes, uh, tomatoes. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> we've, had, we've had things happen... Uh, we've had catastrophes happen, and it's just so crazy to me uh, to think about the flow of information here, as you guys describe it. And I don't think this is an anomaly. No, this it's is not. probably this is probably still to this day a crazy problem in right. the military. Absolutely. Um, but like in corporate America, I mean, I, I I I had a fatality on my team, and it didn't. It worked nothing like this. I mean, the flow of information was immediate. Up, down, sideways. Uh, and what and that do you kind mean? What are, you
2: had a fatality
0: on your work team?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. we, we all got yeah. shot.
0: Yeah, we had a blessed, wonderful woman that uh, got shot right in front of the right, right front of bank? the branch office. Yeah, what I was oh, fuck. Yeah, was by horrible. like a robber. No, uh, we, not to get into that, but I mean, <laughs> I'm all the point that I'm making is that there's a. Um, you know, there's, there's concerns about press in that kind of situation as well. I mean, is that, is that
1: what, you know, one thing in
0: the military, what's the olive branch here for the military that they're so bad at like communicating and it's not, it's not just your guys' story. I'm thinking of the, uh, what's the, what's the Mel Gibson movie? Uh, we were
1: soldiers. You know,
0: there's like a whole, there's a whole thing
1: about like sharing the information back. It kind of sounds like there's two problems, right? So, and I, and I understand it to a degree. Um, so the, the first problem
0: is, yeah, I want to be clear that we're not just trying to talk shit, but this is like a messed up story, right yeah. well so, so like just let it be where it is. like let's talk about how we think what, what do we think about well this?
1: okay there's, there's actually three reasons, and in, and when I was thinking about our situation, it, the, the third reason popped up. so I came off I was in scrubs, right? I'm burned basically head to toe, right I'm in a wheelchair, and the fucking general's like, why isn't he in uniform?" The fuck?
4: He turned to me and said that he's like, "Why isn't he wearing a uniform?" I said, "Did you hear what happened to him?"
1: And he didn't.
4: And he didn't. So they they were only there for.
0: Oh, what what? So like, describe uh, describe the burns. Uh, the picture that I have is pretty bad right, in my so- mind that I've. You're, so you got to You look obviously normal.
1: So right. you've whatever has <laughs> happened. <laughs> Last surgery well.
4: helps a lot. Skin yeah. grafts, yeah. And
1: yeah so, so, so and that's that, That's the next part of the story. But so, you know, so you've seen a flight helmet, right? And then the visor comes down. Yeah. So basically, where the visor stopped, it, it was burned. But it was burned like, like, like you get a bad sunburn. You get blisters. You know, it was like that. Uh, and then my neck, because. I was supposed to fly with the collar up. I had my collar down. I, I wasn't paying attention. How dare you! I know. I know. And it's and actually for the longest time, hair wouldn't even wouldn't grow. But uh, it was just. But it was just. Uh, I don't know what it looked like. I it it right
4: was. There. It was. Um, you know, like in the back of a flight suit or a shirt, you have a tag. There's a rectangle tag, and mm. it's the military. You know, this is oh, the mil spec number, yeah. whatever. He had a rectangle on his on the back that was burned, so bad.
1: And. Uh, so, and then the other thing is, I so when you fly, your your flight gloves are supposed to be tucked underneath your your fly suit, right? And it's just again for protection. But at mine, my gloves were were over my fly suit, and it was only because I had you know I had taken my gloves off. I was eating, you know, on a, on the flight. Oh, because it started like three in the morning, and i had eaten breakfast on the on the helicopter, right? Um, I think Matt got us uh, hot plates from the, the chow hall. Or a galley or whatever you want to call it. So, because I did that, the Velcro from the fly suit actually melted around my wrist, and so that was that was pretty painful. Uh, and then our fly suits—they work great against flash fires. Right? I mean, it's actually amazing how well they they work. So the the fire didn't burn me. The downside to fly suits is they are a sponge with any fluid, right? So, like, if if you take a fuel sample and it gets on you, you know, it's—I mean, it'll—not only— if you get a spot here, it's going to go up to your elbow, right? So when your engines are operating at 785 degrees or 800 degrees Celsius, well, guess what temperature the oil is, you know? I mean, probably not that hot, but— Lava. Pretty fucking hot, right? Yeah. So when the engine exploded— all the oil from that engine came blasting forward, and so you got just soaked. My absorbed butt. into right. hot ass oil. Right. So what burned me was was the hot oil, and uh, so from well from the tattoo down, you know, and you can see it's a little discolored. It's not not bad, but so it it was burned basically from my from my elbow or from my shoulder down to, to my wrist. And then on my leg from my hip to my knee, it was so deep you could take a pen and stick it aside it. and it was the I bet that was a track bad. <laughs> uh
4: He was alive, that's all I cared about. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> that's good. So it was it was it was pretty ugly. It was pretty bad. Um but they flew me into Balboa. So we get to Balboa. Balboa's a good hospital now, right? Wait, where's Balboa? It's San, San, San Diego. Diego. San Diego.
2: Just about 20 minutes south of Miramar.
1: So Balboa is also a training hospital. Uh, and, of course, it's Navy, so it's not the smartest people working there. They have some great doctors. But this Air Force doctor walks in, and he's like, you're going to be here for six months. Some Air Force colonel, right? The guy was an asshole. You're going to be here for six months. You need skin grass, blah, 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 blah. Right? And just going on about how fucking miserable my life's going to be. Oh, thanks, Doc. You know? So, the first day there, they uh, they put me in this bathtub, right? And now I have to go through the treatment. Oh, so they they flew me to Bahrain off the ship, and when I flew to Bahrain, there's a nurse there. She was amazing, right? And she uh she changed all my bandages, right? And then she made me a a, a bag with with bandages and this and that and the other, you know. And, and she took amazing of me uh she was really cool and then i get to the airport and they it, i felt like quasimodo like people are just like you know <laughs> looking at me in horror getting out of my way which was great they got out of my way you know but these two old british ladies put me in the first class lounge right and uh they gave me a bottle of champagne, she's like, you know, for when you get home to your wife, and they made me a doggy bag, they got me a pillow, I still have the pillows to this day, right, this tiny little pillow, they they, they were awesome, right, and, and I just, and I was dealing with everything going on, and I was, I mean, I was a, not only was I a physical mess, I was, you know, I was an emotional mess, so anyway, I had those bandages on for like 30-something hours while I'm Traveling back to the United States. And so, what do they do? They rip the bandages off and they're, you know, and now it's like sloughing up. And so, they're tearing, basically, they're tearing all the wounds open again. And that was, that was awful.
0: Sounds terrible.
1: So, then they put me in this fucking tub to debride me, right? And so, they're they're just, they got tweezers and they're pulling all the dead skin off. They were supposed to give me morphine. I got nothing. Like, I ain't get a fucking tie on all, right? So, I'm going in convulsions in the tub, all right? and the guy is just still picking shit away. And thank God for Amy. She's like, "Will you knock it off? The guy's going into shock." Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh hey, tomorrow we'll we'll give you morphine. So the next day, they're going for the deeper stuff. I got Tylenol with codeine. Fuck. Tylenol with codeine is what they gave you. And then like I said, they're pulling out and it this one dick, he goes uh he, as he's pulling the dead off my arm, he's like, oh, look, it makes a puzzle. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a $140 puzzle. Thanks asshole. You know, cause he's, he's putting my tattoo together in his hand. <laughs> and, uh, so that was great, you know? And then, so day three, I'm in the hospital and, uh, my, my beard's growing out and I'm a Marine. You shave every day, even on weekends, you know? So I was like, this is terrible. So Amy got me a razor and I, I start like, I'm in the mirror. I'm trying to shave around the, the burn spots. Right. And, uh, so I, I caught part of the burned skin, but it just it came off. I'm like, huh. So I tried it again and I basically shaved all the burned skin off my off my face. Jeez. And then that asshole doctor comes in, he's like, What the fuck? You can't do that. It's unsanitary, blah, blah, blah. Then his dick takes a steel wool and starts, you know He's the unsanitary one. Yeah. And he's, you know, scraping on my arm, it's bleeding all over the place. It's like, yeah, I'm the asshole, right? At least my shit didn't hurt. So Anyway, when I got to the hospital, I, I asked Amy. So Amy's mom has a direct line to God. And I said, uh, hey, can you ask your mom to put the prayer chain out? All right? She's all right. So mind you, I was supposed to be in the hospital for six months. Three days. Three days I walked out of there. And the nurses taught Amy how to change the, the wounds and put the Sylvadine on. So Amy nursed me back to health. And so, I mean, she would just sit there and scrape that shit off and put, you know, the silver dean on and dress the bandages. And it was just, it was awful. But she, you know, she did it. And uh, it was, it was incredible. Well, it was, but when you ask why we have such a strong marriage, it's because, that's, because of her.
0: Because of stuff like that. Right. Because yeah. that's
1: the kind of person she is.
0: Well, bless you. What was, so, um, so how long were you down from this from this injury like uh, you obviously didn't get out right so you retired so you keep going this is what inside the first 5 years right yeah yeah so you re-enlist yep what the hell made you re-enlist after
1: all that flying yeah i'm telling you man it's the love of it the the only thing like if i couldn't fly i wouldn't want to be a marine uh and i i would tell people i'm a creature 1st i'm a i'm a marine second you know which i guess is not the right attitude to have <laughs> According uh, to who? (laughs) It's all perspective. That's true. That's true. But uh, when the squadron got back in November, and uh, I I had talked to my flight surgeon. I'm like, when can I fly again? He's like, you were never down. It was just whenever you could put a fly suit on, you could go right back to flying. So, you know, and I, I'm very good at what I do, All right? Not to brag, but. I'm very good at what I do, and so I was testing aircraft for for months, and then this guy General McCorgle, he actually called me.
4: He called you when you were in Balboa. When I was hospital, in Balboa, the, right, the day after you got there,
1: and uh, like so, I'm like laying out attention, right, because General McCorgle, his call sign is Assassin, right. The guy's just a legend. He was in Vietnam, and he was like, oh yeah, when I was in Vietnam, you know, I I got I crashed eight times and five of it was in fireballs, and it's like I mean, these guys. Unbelievable, right? So, you know, he called me, and he's like, when you start flying again, I'm going to fly with you. I'm like, sir, that would be an honor. So fast forward, you know, I've been testing aircraft. I'm flying this and the other. And Colonel Fox, he goes, hey, General McCorkle's uh, coming to fly with you tomorrow. This is your first flight back, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So he flew with this guy, Major Gill. And Major Gill, another amazing, amazing pilot, real good dude. He's our AMO, our Aviation Maintenance Officer. Uh, so, General Corgo had a meeting out in Yuma, and we're we're still in Tustin. Yes, ninety six. Yeah. No, it was one sixty three. Had to have been El Toro?
4: Who's telling the story?
1: I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so, a-
4: so, <laughs> so you guys were
0: you anyway. guys were
1: somewhere, and right. I, so so. so General Cole gets on a plane or on a on a helicopter and then we take off, right? And I don't know what it was. As soon as we as soon as we took off, I froze. And I stared at I just stared at the number 2 engine. I was just waiting for it to explode again. And I was probably like that for With that dude? With the guy with the general. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't know I don't maybe it was just the 'Cause he reminded me First of Flight jitters. Right, yeah. And I just I stared at that engine waiting for it to explode for like half hour. I mean I wouldn't even look outside. I just I stared at the engine bay door waiting for it to, to explode. And then uh That makes sense. And then I <laughs> you had the flashbacks. Right, yeah. And then I so I then I, I lit up a cigarette. And I s and no shit. As soon as I lit up a cigarette, it's like okay, I'm back. And then everything just went to normal. And it was it was it was weird. It was really it was really weird. And that was it. And then I never looked back and I just flew and flew and flew. And I flew, I I retired with over 5,000 flight hours. God damn. And uh, it was awesome. So, uh, Burl Newman, this guy, he, he's a monster. I can't tell you. He, I think he did five deployments to Iraq. And we were racing for, for 4,000 hours. And, uh, and I beat him. And then, uh, and, you know, and then I just kept flying and, you know, I ended up like what what I ended up, but yeah, I mean it's just great career. So so where all did you go after?
0: Just like in a quick kind of chronological order, like what all bases were you at? After?
2: So, the ninety
1: the nineties were a good time for the military. They were. Right? For oh the, yeah, for, uh, you guys. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, what I thought. And that's and you know the other thing with the nineties, in the Marine Corps aviation, we just got like,
2: done kicking Saddam Hussein's <laughs> ass. And right. oh, yeah. well, I was gonna say Somalia. I remember was, as a kid just watching. Just the the tracers on TV, right? Oh, Iraq. right,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. And,
2: and then it was done. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, America fucking won. Go George Bush. Let's fucking go. And then the nineties started rolling.
1: Oh yeah. And is you know Is that is that a fair
2: assessment as I, a little kid that was in those times? Yeah, okay. and there was
1: so much more freedom. Uh I you know, and the creatures had their names on the side of the bird. So it was your it was your helicopter, right? Yeah. And when I first started flying, there was no there's no training, right? It was just if your plane is flying, you're flying. So you had an incentive to keep your helicopter up because, like, if you never flew because your plane was always down, you're a shitbag, right? And so I, I, you know, flew a lot. And so I'll never forget, I had to go do I – I was doing externals or something.
2: I was a shitbag if my pencils weren't sharpened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go
1: on. Son. So I, I talked to one of the corporals. And you know these salty ass corporals because they were, they had gone to the first Gulf War, you know. And I'm like, hey, I I've never done this flight before. Oh, it's like it's like cal's right. Cal's is confined area landing. Like it's the most basic flight you could do. Oh, it's like cal's but different. Okay, hey, and, you know, and that's it. Like you don't question. You just you just go and you figure it out. You know. And it was just it was awesome. you could land anywhere you want. You know, you could do anything you want. I mean, it was just man, it was it was awesome. Uh, So my first squadron was 161 in Tussin and the old blimp hangars. My second squadron was 163 at El Toro, which was just 12 miles down the road. (laughs) Thank you, Clinton, for closing all that. Um, Then I went to Pendleton as an instructor, was there for five years. Uh, Then I went to Okinawa, 262, rape your face. What base is that? Uh, Okinawa, Fatema, the little air base on the hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's the only down, it's down the in, Marine airbase, right? On, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Which, we were, which is I was it was in the civilian area, unlike it's you guys. Now? It's
0: closed now, Fatima's.
1: Oh, no, shit? yeah, I think so.
0: No, no. I,
4: sure. I, I believe it's still open.
1: Well, I know they, they were gonna close it at one time, move it up to where you guys were. I No, we were Hanson. Hanson, okay.
0: I think we just talked about this with Brian last time. I think they closed Fatima, huh? I don't know. I like, do remember I don't that know. conversation. Don't, yeah, don't want to get caught about. up yeah. on it, but I'm almost know. sure I heard. But you know,
1: I could be. Well, they were know. always protesting. You know, and I love the Japanese. The so Okinawa. they would stand outside. Well, the Okinawans, yeah, they're different. They don't like being called Japanese. Correct. That's right. Yeah. I, exactly. forgot well, I forgot about that. Yeah, And that stems all the way from World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so quick side uh thing. So the Okina- when Japan took over Okinawa as a prefecture. Way back in 1800s, they said you will never be as good as us, but you need to strive to be like us, right? Kind
2: of like America to Hawaii.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you know, if Hawaii, it is pretty similar. If Hawaii just went Republican, we'd accept them. Well, you know? yeah. Well, that's why the Hawaiians are moving up here anyway. Yeah, but yeah. So and it's and also because the the Japanese are are lighter skin, and then the the Okinawans are darker skin, just because they're farmers and you know they're, and more rural. Uh, so yeah, they were they're. Were, treated pretty poorly but uh so after okinawa i went to miramar down in san diego uh and then i i deployed with them 165 and then i basically as soon as i got back from deployment uh and i love that squadron you know and deployment to where uh westpac right so i did a westpac in 94 96 98 2008 what's a westpac uh so it's Westpac stands for Western Pacific. Basically, you get on the ship and then go you go for six months. Right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if if you're not extended, and
2: uh, and a lot of people are sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bitch. Oh yeah,
1: but you know it's cool. You get to go like you were talking about earlier. You know, you get to see the world, you travel all around the world. Like I wouldn't give it up for for nothing. Other than you know the gray hot dogs and maggot rice and yeah. great f meat. So yeah. and the
2: butt sweat smell
1: in well, the living quarters. Yeah, that's always fun too. <laughs> Fuck that! Uh, and yeah, the if much you're sucks. over
2: six foot on those West Packs, you're fucked. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Between the knee knockers, like then,
2: I, I went on a tour on a ship. That's all I ever did for a ship. And I was, there's no way I could have lived on. Oh, no, it's, it's six miserable. Months. Yeah.
1: When you're six this, five, it's yeah. fucking. miserable. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Those beds are made for like 5'8", dudes. Well, and the best part is, so I was a I was a weapons and tactics crew chief instructor, right? So I I handle all the training for the the air crew i took care of everything right but like the officers and the well the zeros as i like to call them and the enlisted guys they do it together right so we've got seven cubes right these big wooden foot lockers filled with with folders right training folders and manuals and everything else and the fucking things weigh like 100 pounds well the fucking zero ain't gonna do any work so guess who gets to schlep that shit up to the, the maintenance office, right? Or the ops office. And so the ladder wells are Is like... Is that
2: maintenance slash custodian
1: office? Yeah, Is that yeah exactly. So motherfuckers. I, uh, <laughs> so the, the ladder wells are almost straight up and down. And I'm dragging these fucking seven... So I end up going to Lowe's and buy handles for these seven cubes because I got to move them myself because the useless fucking zeros don't want to do anything. And I'm dragging these things up these you know these inclines... And then you know through the Z door and it, it, yeah, oh so, what a nightmare. So, but you wouldn't trade it. No, absolutely not. No, you I got to go to all these different
2: countries, have right, yeah. all these different experiences, right. and that's why your brain
1: is a little wider in your thoughts. Absolutely, you know what I mean? absolutely. Yeah, and and I think more we would perspective. Solve, and I think we would solve a lot of our issues in America if everybody traveled a little more yeah Yeah. it's not
2: healthy to stay in your same hometown that you've been in for fucking 40 years right
1: yeah well that is insane to me correct and then these stupid kids are like oh well socialism's great oh i tell you what come with me we're gonna go to a socialist socialist country and as we're handing out mres because they got no fucking food
2: there's these 20 year olds talking about they want to be communist i have buddies one of my best friends is from czech republic and they were communists till he was like, oh well, yeah, by the Soviet Union, not R- Russia, the Soviet Union, right? Absolutely, Until he 80s. was 11 years old. Yeah, but now that
1: '89 is when he they couldn't leave the country, right? They so could not travel. They had nothing. And I remember, like, we would go to East Berlin, which was under Soviet rule, and there's bread lines, right? There, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah. in the stores, you know. And I mean, it was, and even still to this day, like in Czech Republic, the buildings are,
2: they look. On the outside, stone cold. Con- now they're all refurnished on the inside. Right, they look like yeah. modern apartments, but on the outside, it's like That gray communist look. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's definitely a look to it. And that commu- there is a yeah, absolutely. Look. And if these stupid kids would experience Europe. that shit, you know that they would understand that no communism is not a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. It's a hard well, lesson What to learn, can you, you know? do? Well, we'll, we'll collapse a society don't. and then you know rebuild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, as somebody who's served and been all over the place, I mean, what what do you think? You joined in 1992.
2: Yep. What does it look like now? I, mean, I don't we, want to know. We,
0: we joined in 2002, and it's insane to me. You to the think, difference between us, yeah. And now, right, to you, yeah.
1: man, fuck. Like uh, I said, the 90s were roaring. Right, yeah. It's funny, so my, my buddy Greg... When did he retire? 2014? 15,
4: 14 or 15.
1: 14 or 15, right? <laughs> so he was telling me the issues he had. He was the maintenance chief, right? So he's he's in charge of everybody in the squadron, right? Well, they got a tranny, right? So now. Now? Got a, now? This is two back in 2015 or 14. In the Marine or, Corps? Yes. A yes. tranny
2: in the Marine Corps? Yes. That can't be real. No, I. So. That can't we doing saw it. doing yeah but, but we saw like, it could wear makeup and all that yes. shit no because I thought makeup was I don't think Marine Corps has done that yet absolutely that's what Brian was told, telling
0: us no man. I, we saw it we saw it with our own eyes Brian was just telling us that it's, it's well I mean I think some of the things that are changing are but I'm saying like the, maybe the, maybe the, he the, went around and said he was a trainee and
2: shit but like to his felt but he wasn't.
3: Well, one of the women's
1: locker rooms was he? I don't know, man. I didn't talk to it. This, <laughs> this
4: was a joint base, though, so I'm not sure if he was Marine Corps or. Well,
1: well yeah, no, no, I want to know that that was what the, Corps the fuck's going on. going on. It had to have been a Marine. Okay.
0: Well, I think I think what's what's I really changing these days is that they're the military's like paying for the reassignment surgery. Oh, and all it's it's I don't six. think the Marine Corps. Whoa, 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 I don't think the Marine Corps done that yet. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm Brian. Just, was literally just I, telling us last week. I'm just gonna say I don't know enough about this yeah, to that's true, say true. anything yeah, yeah, yeah. intelligent.
1: But, you know, and this what pisses me off is so Marine Corps is a tip of the spear, right? Tip of the spear. Tip of the spear. And we're like, we're the first to do everything. We're the first to, you know, storm the beaches. But, like when some stupid woke ass bullshit pops up, well, we're the first to comply you know yeah, we're going but all you haven't heard in. Like, anything no, from the,
2: you haven't heard anything from the Marine Corps generals. you've heard from General Milley of the Army that's true, and he's the one with all the, whatever like but I don't think the Marine Corps's gone that deep
1: yet. I hope not, I hope not i again, i when i I talk to my marines uh but I, I'm pretty sure everybody well. Most of the most of my marines are out, but I don't really talk about it in Marine Corps so I just don't, you know, say hi and how's everything going. I'm sure it's uh, like, like, hey, you way gotta, worse than when we were in. Oh my god, I can't even. I,
2: so, but I, would I don't like think to, we would be in boot camp with some dude saying I'm a chick. I should be with the chicks. I don't think that's happening yet. Well, they,
1: I think they're starting to incorporate. You have seen a dude camp. with a dick in women's boot no, camp? No, man. In the Marine I'm Corps? just saying that. Yeah. I, but no, I think they're they're starting to incorporate because then they. Aren't the women out in San Diego now?
0: No, no, no. no. They, had I, I think, that. I think because they, they were talking know, about the it. The Marine Corps has discussed, uh, you know, more, more. I don't know what's the word for intertwining them. Um, yeah, integrating. You know, yeah, yeah, integration of female and male training. But I don't think they've gone anywhere with it. And to my knowledge, I don't think more than in any recent history any of the branches have gone that direction we're definitely on I the mean, same page I, I th- about th- trainees in the military i mean so, but, but, <laughs> but i but i feel but i feel like we should kind of level set this i'm i'm just going to go first like when it comes to trainees i don't give a shit i mean when it comes to everything i oh, uh, marine corps stuff so the marine corps is like a layer that 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 joins this i don't want to make it sound like i I hate trannies or anything like that. I'm just – I don't care what people want to do. But I think what the military has to be careful with is readiness. And that's where like reassignment surgeries and all that kind of stuff, um, I think that's debatable.
1: So I agree with you. Um, what you want to do in your own house is fine. Yeah. However, I mean, and, the and, military and that, in general is not everything. a social experiment. It is a war-fighting force. Right. We are here for the security nation, not for you to fulfill any sick, twisted desire you got. Yeah. Unless, okay. you know, I hear what you're I, saying with that, and like you said, keep it in the
2: house, but I don't think they have to keep it in the house in terms of saying, I'm a tranny. Like, I, like we're saying, I don't hate trannies, but like I also don't agree with some guy saying I'm a, I'm I'm a female still has his penis, and then he wants to go to a female boot camp. No, that's you know well, what I'm well, saying. Yeah, that's that's absolutely. Well, just like that's what we're coming sports. to in this society right just now. Just like
1: professional sports, that is absolute garbage. Man. And we just saw it with swimming in college. Yes.
2: You know what I mean? So that's what well, I'm. What getting about at. Uh,
0: MMA fighting? But right? that, that we're the dude, like crazy ones
2: now uh, for saying yeah, that. I know. I know. So how can that be?
0: And but, I so, mean, in the context of the military, so let's say that there is a man who is transgender and wants to go to, what, female-based female training? That's yeah, bullshit. I mean, like, what concerns—so now you have a, a a man around a bunch of women, you, you know, like you think about, like, a man going into a female bathroom. You know, if you're a father, you don't want a man exactly. going into— Exactly. You know, so, exactly. There's, so I think about things like that— um I mean I I I think it's all just I, I I mean if I level set it, I'm I cannot believe like how that we're even having this conversation. The radar <laughs> yeah. society has gone, but I just want to keep us safeguarded from the fact that we sound like wow fuck trannies. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, are no, right. well, right. <laughs> no, I don't not know do what you're saying. Fuck trannies like hey let's go fuck trannies. <laughs> 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 poor poor choice of words I think. But like you know it's obviously something that that that's being dealt with and it's. I think like the reassignment surgery is going a little far because now you have somebody who's going who's like pulled Watch out of the Why taxpayers pay for yeah, that bullshit? Yeah, exactly,
1: I think, a waste I think of the taxpayer like money. Are,
0: I think things like that are
1: really need to be thought about. So I'm going to go one step further, and I'm not going to say I hate trannies because I don't know any. I don't think. I know a uh, lot of them, but,
2: I lived in Thailand for fucking seven years. <laughs> no, I, I literally but, I know ones that are like good
1: hearted, sweet people. But when we were kids, it was actually a sickness that you treated. It was called gender dysphoria, right? Yeah. So let's not forget that it is a mental yeah, illness. They it's used to so throw wired, dirt
2: and fucking wounds and shit. You know, and, and listen, I believe it's a, I believe it's a mental illness too. So I really do. To, to, so to, to like, say if you okay. said I'm a carrot, people would be like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Right? Exactly. So, I have a dick, you have a vagina, you're a woman, and I exactly. I, I straight up believe in that. Biologically Correct. and like and science used to fucking matter. Right. But now when someone says I believe in science, I don't even give a fuck because they, they, they just make it what they want it to make it. Well yeah. and that's yeah. the
1: thing, it's like you know and I, I just read something about this uh the other day, which makes a lot of sense. Is so when you look at scientific studies Don't look at the scientific study, look to see who's funding that scientific, scientific study, study. George because Soros, obviously they're going to Nancy Pelosi, yeah, Fauci, fucking right? Bitch. That piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, so obviously they're going <laughs> to twist it.
1: You know, the, the thing with statistics is you can make them read any way you want. It's just whatever your your perception is is how you're going to you know how you're going to um, deliver that. To the to the people. Right. So like climate change. Oh, 97 percent. Yeah. 97 percent of the scientists that you're paying believe climate change. See, but actually I believe in climate change. Not as I'm not.
2: I don't believe in it into a sense to where, oh, everybody needs to throw your paper napkins in one bin and your other shit in the other bin. So I believe in in a sense like I think humans are destroying the earth. I, and I just think that's the way it is, and there's nothing we can do about it. The, the day the, this, the Earth is 100 percent overpopulated.
1: Oh, so now you're a depopulation guy. You and Bill <laughs> Gates should hang out.
2: I mean, I, I didn't say. I think it should be done naturally, not with his ass. But yeah. <laughs> well, when
4: when do you th- when do you feel that we became overpopulated? What is the, why yeah, what's the, did what's we the, become? What's
1: the number? What's why
4: the, did we become overpopulated?
2: How can you expect a sort, uh, um, something like the earth, right? Mm. It's a source of life with all its things. Eventually, it's going be, gonna to become overpopulated, right? When you not have, necessarily. When like you have Chinese people that, no oh, well, not not Chinese. But, um, Don't make fun of the chinks. There's seven people, hey, there's, or the Japs. <laughs> there's like, what, seven billion people in China, right? Yeah. And they're all dumping their fucking
1: garbage in the ocean. Okay, so that's the point. It's not the population. So if we live like the American Indian, right, you, well, you, you live off the land and you're I responsible with your resources. I'm not, I'm not resources. talking about the reasons or anything. I'm
2: just saying the fact is, is there's probably too many people on Earth for what the Earth can handle. And I think, how is that not a real thing? I don't believe in that. I don't believe that.
0: I mean, I think. So, I what think, do you believe? I, I, like, well, I, I'll say that I think that that's possible at some point, but I don't think we're there yet. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, correct. Yeah. At, at I mean, some there's, point, still, there's still preserved forests oh, all over. Yeah, that's and a good I mean, point. obviously, there's like, you know, well, in the United by States, country.
1: how many gazillions of acres are not populated, right? So, again, it, you know, if you're responsible with the resources that you have. I'm not gonna say it's limitless.
2: <laughs> okay, so that sounds hilarious because we're not responsible we're not, well, with the resources but, but again, we have. That's and we haven't problem.
1: been for a hundred years. Correct, but that's the problem that we're not responsible. If we were responsible, okay, so that's my that's a good that's a better point.
2: Yeah. So like, if we were this many people and we were responsible, right, then it'd be fine. But but we're absolutely ten million percent not responsible. Oh no, absolutely. We're we're horrible people. We burn right? trash into the sky. Well, we fucking. Throw shit, you know, well, all, we're a disposable society, right? Yeah, you don't yeah, fix
1: yeah. anything anymore. You just throw it out. And, and the put lazier no society gets, the worse that absolutely. problem gets. You're absolutely right. And
2: there's no change to that as far as I can see right
1: now. Well, you know, and the other thing is, we we really need to go back living like our grandparents, right? You, you had a house, you had a garden, right? And you, you raised your own food, you grew your I just your own heard
2: up until World War II, like 50% of the American household stuff was grown in their own garden.
3: Mm hmm.
0: Well that was a result of World War Two. I mean the, the the whole But I'm saying up until before that too, right? Um possibly, but I, I think World was, War wasn't II was that pro- somebody
2: telling you and me that
0: uh I think that was uh Patrick when we had Patrick. Yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um but I, I I know we're kinda cutting you off. Um here here's if if I can, like here's my thing about global. Warming or cl- climate
1: change. Or... Climate change has started you know, from the beginning of time. It's yeah, climate yeah. will
0: always change. That's it, well, well. That's it ebbs my... and flows like a tide. Well, that's one of the things. It's it like the. Uh... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the liberals because this is a liberal movement. The liberals called it global warming, right? But then, and then you realize, for decades, wrong. there was no data to support that. So, well, now that was they Al Gore, and you know why? So he could fucking make money off it because he pri- could fly
2: around on his private jets, right? Exactly. So I, I believe in all that shit too. I know all that stuff too. And so, like, I'm not saying like, oh, let's go do all the hippie shit for fucking global warming. I'm just saying I do th- I do think there's humans destroying the planet. That's
0: all I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, I no, think I... I think that's inherent. That that's that's some, you know, there's got to be some truth in that. But the uh, the problem with the ha- the problem that I have is the solution. Like, look at what's going on right now. The solution is just get rid of all fossil fuels. And we're just going to force people into... But we're going to put them on those fucking electric cars. That Which is harming the, the environment it. more. Exactly. And, oh, For those making
2: batteries, batteries right. and digging up that yep. shit
1: with little African slaves. Let me tell you in something. fucking Nigeria or whatever. If we truly cared about the environment, one, we would go nuclear. Because that is one of the cleanest fuels on the planet. right? And it's safe as long as you use the safeguards. And two... Why why haven't we developed like fusion, right? Or, you know, fusion cells for cars? Again, as long as it's contained, it, you know, completely safe. There's too many lobbyists in this world for that. Well, you're absolutely right. There's two, because it's corporate greed, right? It's so Corporate greed. One of the things, so there's two things that ruin America.
2: The Not lawyers, just America,
1: the whole fucking well, world. Well, but I'll, I don't give a fuck about the world. Okay, I, I give a fuck about America. You know <laughs> nice. what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh,
0: you nationalists. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: lawyers are fucking scumbags, right? That, that just ruin... Like, you can't be... You can't just live your own life because a lawyer's got to get in the middle of fucking everything and then charge your arm and leg and sue you. You know, like, there should be uh, limits on... Like, the like doctor chops off the wrong arm. All right, yeah, you deserve some money, right? But do you deserve $40 million, $100 million? No, right? Some stupid old lady burns herself with McDonald's coffee. Does she really deserve $80 million? No. You know, pay her medical bills, give her some money, be on your way. Fuck right? Up. But these suits where they're, you know, people are just, like, that's the new American dream. I'm going to sue you and get rich. No, get off your fucking ass, get a job and work like the rest of us, you know? And then the second thing is corporatism. Right? So capitalism isn't like, oh, capitalism is evil. No, corporatism is evil, right? Because they shut down the mom-and-pop places and, you know, and it, look at the corporations, right? Like Bill and Linda I mean, Gates. what is
2: capitalism? I want to work hard and make a lot of money from my work and my work. Right, Yeah. Corporatism is my daddy gave me this job and now I'm going to fucking well, shit no, on it. Well, no,
1: corporatism the... is, you know, I'm, I'm a big company like... Uh, like Apple or or Amazon. But didn't they Amazon, get, okay, right? so I'm, here's
2: my question about that. Didn't those people get to corporatism then by capitalism?
1: Yes, they did, right? So and then what did they just so get to that point and forget their morals? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, okay. sell your soul, however you want to call it, right? Like at Walmart, right? Walmart. So they're not true as a capitalists.
2: Good. They're like you said, corporatists, right? Because they sold their morals.
0: Correct. So corporatists absolutely. are evil. Well, they're evil capitalists. This is, is good perspective, you know, and, I think. This and,
2: is
1: good perspective for the layman.
4: I think we need a spreadsheet to put this on. Uh. But, you
1: know, like like Walmart, right? Walmart started off as, as, as a good thing, right? You know, hey, let's bring stores to everybody, bring it affordable goods. right? But then they started making demands like, well, you, you know, I'm only going to accept this price so I can pass it on. And then they start, you know, well, now we're going to do a, a grocery chain, right? And then mom and pop's. You know, grocery store can't keep up with them, so they're forced out of business. And that's what I'm talking about, where you know that you become so big that you just you kind of make your own laws, and then you just start screwing the little guy. You know, what I mean, just because you could get a, a TV for 399 doesn't mean that somebody else isn't getting fucked in the in the process. I, I, I think I,
0: mean? I think the personality of corporations can change, just like the personality of people can change. You know, think about somebody who grew who grows up with nothing. And becomes wildly rich, and it was you know we see this in Hollywood all the time. They become wildly rich and popular, popular, and they just become terrible people. Correct, absolutely. You know, so I think you know as as things become more and more rich and more and more popular, it's a challenge to maintain morals, ethics, and personality. You know, and that's and and. Okay, I'll fight beside you in that argument with these big corporations. But am I going to denounce capitalism? No, absolutely. Especially not. in the way of socialism?
1: Hell no. Right? Hell no. No, I I agree with you with that. Uh, and I I truly believe that a lot of our issues is because we've taken God out of everything. Right? Take him out of the schools. Amen. Take him out of you know whatever, and. And so if you don't have God, why would you have morals? Why would you have ethics? Why would you care about somebody else's um, place in life or, you know, whatever circumstance they're going through? Because, you know, God basically teaches you that. The Bible teaches you that, right? It teaches you to be a good person. And, you know, the Ten Rules of, or the Ten Commandments is basically don't be a dick, right? Be a good person. Care about your, your fellow man. I mean, yeah. is, is that so hard to to accept? Yeah. You know?
0: well, I think I think, uh, you know, my and, and I'm glad to talk about this because I, I you know, just so anybody knows, we, we turn the cameras on, we turn the mics on and then we just see where it goes. And that's exactly what we've done today. Uh, but I'm glad to have this conversation with you because I know that you have seen a lot of the world. You've been all over the place. You served in the military. That's what your views are based on. And, um, you know, I wanted to get into a few things about the military in in particular, but uh, it's good to hear your perspectives on the things that we've been talking about. What You know, one of the things that's been driving me nuts the last uh, year, two years, maybe three, just watching the debate of what's going on is it seems like we're constantly battling the 0.1% of something. You know, so a few examples. COVID, obviously. I mean, what's the survival rate? Ninety-nine point seven eight. eight yeah, yeah, seven eight percent. So and, we're fighting. And the only reason why it's that low is because 1%. they lied about the numbers. But 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 to go on from there, we fight against uh the the ugly um evil CEO that we were just talking about. Well, how many how many people are that rich? The one percent is what, four hundred four hundred thousand? You make four hundred thousand dollars a year and above, and that's the evil one percent. But right. then but then you see uh these politicians who have six mansions all over the place and you see rich people, um, and hell, you see people like Bezos arguing that and right. and, and they redefine and they're like, Well, no, it's the it's the massively rich corporate owners okay well what are we talking about again now we're back to talking about 0.1 percent of the population just like we did with covid um you know and you can just go on and on talk about abortion every time i talk about abortion it's like well i can't stand for abortion because it's terrible if a woman gets raped And uh, has to go through, um, you know, birthing a child. Okay, well, what percent of abortions have anything to do with rape? We're back to like 0.1%. So it's like every single stance is like constantly battling the 0.1%. That's a good point. Talk about like the global warming. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching um, Misery. Misery oh, with Kathy Bates. man, what a
1: good this movie. movie.
0: This movie was made, uh, I don't want to misquote it, I think it was made in 1974.
1: No way. Is that old? Yeah, is I think it, it is. The... Give or take.
0: Give or take. It, am I, I'm almost positive it's 1974. Woods well, so was in, in his prime, Oh, well, sure. he, <laughs> she. But I'm telling you, listen, I'm telling you, you can watch that movie, and there is a scene where Kathy Bates talks about global warming. And one of the things that I've that I've looked into or learned about glo- global warming as I've looked at it, is that we've been talking about global warming and climate change for like 100 right, years yeah. now. You know, and, and like where's the catastrophic end? And for longer than several de- – longer than a couple of decades, we've been saying we're going to lose it all if we don't change everything. We're going to lose it
1: all in 12 years. AOC was saying that. So I have you know, one, one simple thing for you. If global warming was a thing, why do all these politicians buy these mega mansions on the fucking beach? Right, so if make, see, I agree with that point. So if they if global warming and everything was rising and we're going to lose everything, but, they would not be buying. But what about houses these, on the beach? What
2: about these undocumented? I mean, Hurricane Katrina, and like, there's definitely been more hurricanes and fucking. I, I catastrophic mean, I st- you know I, storms I and, and I'm not saying I'm well, not saying we should change everything in the world and shut it down and stop fracking and whatever the fuck. I don't care. So I'm glad you brought up
1: Hurricane Katrina. You know why Hurricane Katrina was so devastating? Because the mayor, Ray Nagin, uh diverted funds from the dam building because Louisiana is underwater anyway, it's below that. And
2: yeah.
1: he diverted the funds for a fucking Mardi Gras. Oh well then so, fuck them. Well, so that's all I'm saying is you know, if they ha- first of all, don't live underwater, right? You're a moron. Move, right? Just like Sam Kinison used to say, you know, with about the, the ragheads, right? See you're this? definitely a Sam this Kinison fan, I can tell <laughs> you. Know, you know what it's gonna be a thousand years from now? Sand. Yeah, yeah, move, you dipshit. So if you're if you choose to live underwater, right, and you don't prepare yourself, that I mean that's gonna happen. Okay.
2: You know what I mean? So has has the number of hurricanes and I, I, it has I mean, not I, significantly increased.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say it's I the mean, same as so it's always I'm, been. I'm just gonna, well, then fuck global warming. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say I I don't I've seen conflicting arguments on that, and um, this sounds a little conspiracy theorist. I know that. But we do manipulate the atmosphere. Oh, absolutely. We do. Yes, we That do. is an absolute fact. And in particular, we're making we,
2: resorts about it in Abu Dhabi. My, we uh, manipulate
0: the atmosphere, particularly in Africa, which is where a lot of hurricanes are born and correct. come absolutely
1: here. Absolutely they
0: are, yeah. So, you know, it, it's, and, and so once again, to just like point this idiotic finger. Or probable idiotic finger at climate change to just force us all to go buy an electric car is is bullshit. Correct.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And you know the other thing with with the hurricanes with and how they're more devastating. Go back to your your other point. Well, there's there's more people, mm-hmm. right? So if you're if you got a, a denser population, more people are going to die. More people are going to die. So the numbers going to be bigger, right? Yeah. So, sure. I mean, just it's. This is like it's it, And like math. I
2: said, bring on the fucking hurricanes. Popu- this yeah, overpopulated. Is it? Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. If we do it naturally, fine. I don't want it from some bullshit fucking disease from a China lab. Right. Yeah. Give us a hurricane.
0: Right. Correct. <laughs> what yep. do you think about what do you think about the military
1: kicking people out over this vaccine? It's absolute horseshit. Absolute right. horseshit. It, the vaccine has killed over 55,000
0: people. And that's only people that are documented. Correct. I've said it before. I've said it before I, on here. My little brother uh, is dead. He got vaccinated and he's dead. 36 years old. Uh, yeah. But how soon after but the vaccination? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know specifically a couple weeks. I mean, give or take. That's what I'm saying. It was like a so, couple
1: of weeks. And that's, that's what the studies are showing is within two weeks, a lot of people are dying, but
0: but he's not even recorded in VARES. No, of course not. I mean, we didn't even know enough to, to look down that path. But he died of heart failure, which is what they're all dying Correct. from within yep, a couple of, of blood clots And yeah, with because and, of blood clots. And, and and I mean, he is he. Uh, we were in a car accident, and he had TBI, traumatic brain right. injury, and so he was under a lot of uh, around the clock care. Um, I think I think the Friday before he died on a Monday going into Tuesday and I think the Friday before he was seen by a doctor and ch- everything checked out and then boom uh, Monday he um didn't even make it to the hospital in the uh in the ambulance
1: yeah I'm so sorry
0: it, well I'm not saying that thank you for that but 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 I'm just saying he's not even recorded in bears and so it's a fifty fifty five thousand are recorded in bears but so they, they how were saying many that aren't
1: counted they were saying that only ten percent of the cases that are counted in bears It's only 10% of the actual cases. So it's a multiplier of 10. Correct. So it's 55,000.
0: It's probably 550,000. Correct. Yeah. 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 And then meanwhile, they're saying that the death count of people who died of COVID is divided. Divide that
1: by I right. don't know what the number well, it's is. Well, you're worse than that, yeah. Because so, we
0: know that people were dying from car accidents. Yeah, gunshot wound. gun oh, yeah, wounds.
1: yeah, COVID death. They're they're in because um, they were incentivized by the hospitals, right? They're getting money to say it was a COVID debt. They were, got a lot of money if they put him on a ventilator. It's fucking sickening. It, well, it, well, you talk about depopulation. That you know, Bill Gates is about depopulation. So it was, like, I Kowski, said right?
2: depopulation naturally. That shit is not <laughs> natural. Well, that was saying, shit he was he made in a company.
1: lab, not by. bad suit I, fuck them i agree but all i'm saying is this was all planned right because the people, they've already admitted they that it was made the in, in a lab of it that, has been funding it since 2017 right. that's not even
2: conspiracy that's facts correct absolutely i'm tired of acting like that shit's a conspiracy right and it's not no, blah, blah, it's blah. we've been, all we've been beating a dead horse now for a few months ryan we don't have to wear masks anymore fuck you, you, you no know, but a lot of country is
1: and if you travel China's on China's fucking
2: more crazy than it
1: was in the beginning of COVID right now. Well, and if you travel on a plane, you have to wear a mask. They're why? killing all know their fucking dogs. Ty- and that's China. why I drive everywhere. Fuck the airlines. You want to play this stupid bullshit? You ain't getting my money. Well, I'm still going to fly. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I appreciate the sentiment. I just drove to Nevada. Yeah. 41 hours. It fucking sucked. But guess yeah. what? The fucking airlines are not getting my money. And that's how Man, Americans you still need to, got stand to up. see
2: some oh, no, parts of saw some the really country, cool things. Yeah. I saw
1: a FEMA camp in Nevada.
0: Hawthorne, Nevada. What's a FEMA camp? For what? That's really? where, that's for where who? The...
3: <laughs> You've
4: never seen a <laughs> FEMA camp?
0: No. This is like New Orleans. Okay, where... so
4: Hurricane Central here? Yeah. They bring in these nice little white trailers, and they build trailer parks, and that's a FEMA camp. Okay, let
1: okay. talk about, really about what the FEMA camp's really about. So when that Muslim president we had uh, was, was president, he was buying millions of rounds for FEMA, right? Now, FEMA, they worry about hurricanes. Why the fuck do they need bullets? Right, But they bought millions of rounds for FEMA. So there's going to come a time, you know, what happened in Australia? You don't get the shot? Well, you're going to this camp. So those of us that don't have liberal beliefs, eventually are, they're either going to get rounded up and put them in a FEMA camp, or we're going to go down shooting.
2: I mean, I think more
0: will go down shooting, but yeah. I absolutely it's, I, believe it's, that as well. I mean it's scary to think about where things are going because it feels well, like and this is why
1: they don't teach history, so they can, specifically wait, who so doesn't they can teach history history What's they that? don't
4: teach history they don't the teach history anymore. in school, they
1: don't teach you about the World War II no they, way so really My buddy Bob, his grandson, he was talking to his grandson about World War II like and it was just like uh, who fought World War II They didn't even know who fought World War II. they didn't know who won. they don't teach the Holocaust. why wouldn't you teach the Holocaust? So when you load these people up I've on been trains, seeing,
4: because it's happening I've been seeing again.
1: all the Holocaust pictures
2: since I was in, like, third grade. You have? Yeah. No, that's what I'm because saying. Because I, I know, used to I know, teach I know, that I shit. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You ask a fucking kid today, you know, what do you know about the Holocaust? Nothing. Well, right. just in
0: a more, like, abstract example, like, look at what they're doing with these, um, like, Robert E. Lee... Statues that they're tearing down. Man, that's some psyop
2: bullshit. That is crazy.
1: You erase history so you can repeat it. That's you know because you need to learn from history. Oh, they're getting bad history, good history. You can learn from anything. I have some real shitty leaders, if you want to call them, in the Marine Corps. You know, and even the worst of the worst, I still learned something from them. I learned I don't want to be like that person.
0: Have you guys seen uh, how to be how to become a tyrant on Netflix? No there's a I, – I said something about this on my post the other day uh it's like episode 4 and it's uh how to how to um control information or something like that but they talk about it. it's like a they they walk through this these steps and i think the uh, i think stalin is the leader that they use as the example it's a really a really good show. Well, uh, well yeah, 1984
2: is based off of Stalin and shit.
0: yeah and it's like um <clears throat> change history censor everything um seduce seduce morons two plus two uh, is like, five right like, yeah That's it's what like a yeah. and how
1: sad how scary is it that so much of that book has come true Right? So they they had the thought police in, in 1984. And I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean and to And now. And now. They well, got the
0: thought police
1: going on. Now they out. call them fact checkers. Yeah, exactly. No, right? So you shit. just you change the name, but it's the same same thing. Again, if you don't teach history, you are you can easily repeat it, and the, the suckers don't well, know the difference. These fucking
2: fact checkers already know who the fucking psycho ones are. Well, so when <laughs> this shit goes
1: down... Well, again,
0: just to be, like, right in front of everybody's face, look at... I've never heard the founding fathers so... Denounced than in the last couple of years. I mean, uh, the, uh, who hasn't heard that? I'm
2: seriously surprised well, they haven't blown up the fucking Washington Memorial.
0: Or, but they're changing history. Right. They're, they're, absolutely. They're villainizing people. And, and you know, one of the. They things, were just slave owners. Yeah. Well, okay, well, that's a small aspect I, when it, when it, of
1: their whole life, and they gave their life for this country.
0: Well, in, in response to that, too, I would like somebody to give an example of a country that's done more to fight against slavery and racism and sexism and everything else. I mean, what country beat us to the punch in any of those categories?
1: So, funny story, Kamala Harris talks about reparations, right? Because she's a black woman, even though... Is she? No. Her her mom's Indian and her dad's Jamaican, right? But her Jamaican grandfather owned slaves in Jamaica. So, like... Well, my family, that's that's the big. I don't want to get
2: into the slavery thing, but no, but, <laughs> but, no, you're but, right, but you're right. You're right. right. There, my my lot family of black came over from Ireland
1: in America. the 1800s. Slavery slavery was far over. Right, they came over in the 1880s. How the fuck do I owe you reparations for something I never participated? in? My and family your, never your participated. Your
2: immigrants got treated just the same. So in as Boston, those, there's yeah.
1: there were signs: Irish need not apply. I've right? seen so all those don't signs. Don't give me your bullshit that you deserve anything. You. Know, you know who were slaves? The Jews. The Jews were slaves for thousands of years. You know who else were slaves? The Chinese. Look at the railroads and the laundries, right during the Gold Rush era. You hear them bitching? I would argue. No. Get off the your Jews fucking ass and get a job. Fucking good these days. Yeah, they're they're doing pretty decent.
0: My uh, <laughs> when it comes when it comes to reparations, there is a. Um, I'm gonna, his his name is gonna escape me right now, uh, but there's like a guy who's with. Um, <clears throat> young Americas, young, young Americans. Oh, um, but he, but he has a great speech where he speaks about uh, reparations for Native Americans, and he goes, "Well, well, they okay, got the casinos. So, so take, so take any plot of land. Who are we supposed? Which tribe are we supposed to get give it back to? Are we supposed to go back historically and find out which tribe had the area first? Right, because nobody talks about the fact that they were destroying each other." And you know, murdering each other, oh, yeah, and they kept fighting. themselves as
1: well. So, there are other tribes as slaves, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so who do we go back and give it back to? Do we right. give Tallahassee back to the Seminole Seminoles, or do we figure out who they destroyed you know, and murdered in order to get that land? That's a
1: really good point.
0: Um, you know, so it's just this circle jerk of idiocy. To, to sit there and talk about that. And the thing is, is that's the way the world was working then. Right. I mean, to a certain extent, the most recent example that we've seen is Russia, you know, supposedly trying to take Ukraine back. But, I mean, how long has it been since we've seen uh, fights to claim land? It's been a long time. Right. But that's what was going on in those times. So reparations, I mean— I. I it it's where where does the accounting begin and end right i would like somebody to answer that one
2: no oh, that's a good point communism
1: <laughs> <laughs> begins and ends at that um so i i was supposed to tell you and and not to skip topic because i really the enjoy the headphones
2: this. the headphones right what, we were the, talking about the—you hem- used to wear these in aviation for all your communicating. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. man, I, I forgot about that. Okay,
2: go
0: ahead. No, whatever you're going to say. Yeah, that was like an hour and a half ago.
1: So Marines are, as you know, are, are very mission-oriented, right? I mean, that's our, our reason to be, right? So you, they give you a task, you accomplish a task, right, and then you don't fuck around. You just—you do what you got to do. So, marine aviation is actually pretty much the same same way. Um, you're you're on a mission. You have a job to do, and you. So you're you're trying to listen to the radios. You're trying to find out. You know, you're just figure out what's going on. There's a lot going on, uh, depending on the on a mission, of course. And uh, like, so for me as the crew chief, right, I run the back of the helicopter. So I'm listening to radios because the pilots are going to screw it up and miss something because they're fucking talking to each other. Uh, but I'm also running a map. I'm running the checklist, the mission checklist. Uh, maybe I got passengers in the back, and I'm briefing them. Uh, and then so you got, you know, the t- tower's talking to you. The other radios are talking to you. And so you're, you're just – there's a lot of listening, active listening, right, which, again, American society has failed at that tremendously. But when we when we talk, it's – to convey a message, right? Clear left, clear right. Hey, tower said, go here. We got to go there. Um, drop the ramp, raise the ramp. Passengers are set. You know, whatever. The army, they're they're kind of retarded, right? So I mean, anybody can fly a helicopter in the army, right? You just you got a high school retard. diploma. Yeah, You're retired. <laughs> uh, and they just they just have conversations to have conversations, and they miss they miss radio calls because I deal with these people right and I mean and there's there's some true professionals right and I, and I, I've had great experiences but as a whole they're knuckleheads right they just they just talk to talk and they, you know they, they talk and step over the radio calls so you miss the radio calls and you didn't hear what they said and that's why I was saying with, you know with the radio calls yeah okay I, I can wear a headset, but it's not like I throw a headset on and then just have a normal conversation like it's everything is is specific and mission driven and that's the only point I was getting to. Oh, gotcha. Early. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Well, it's a it's totally. a really
0: totally. disciplined communication,
1: right? Stat. Now, like if you're doing a cross country, like if we had no our, nonsense, our maintenance facility was in um, Cherry Point, North Carolina, right? And then, so we had to fly a helicopter from California all the way across country to North Carolina to drop them off for. for Could you
0: go cross country, no stops?
1: No, no, no! It's a, oh, like a four-day trip. Oh. oh, so you have helicopters
0: yeah. in California, and the maintenance section is in well. North no, no, no! <laughs> what the the,
1: fuck? the overhaul. So, oh, like okay. every few years, these things go to Cherry Point, and I mean, they strip the paint off, they break these things into three pieces, they rewire it, they do all the repairs, like the the real, real heavy overhaul maintenance remodel. Right? right yeah. Basically, it's a it's a top to bottom remodel. Uh, so day to day maintenance. So of course we do it right at the. So bottom. you gotta fly it over there at the end,
2: of its term of life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing's beat
1: up, broken, R- cracked. Flying yeah. off hey, shit. let's go fly it across the country. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, so that's fucked up. You know. So you stop for fuel. Then you, you stop for the day. Then so you're flying like in the middle of. Bumfuck Egypt, right? So of course you're gonna shoot the shit, aka J- Iowa, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, just to stay awake, right? So in in that aspect, and yeah, you're you're just talking just to talk, uh, it basically just to try to stay awake. But f- for the most part, like I said, it, it, your communication is pretty clear and concise.
3: Hmm.
1: It's actually the definition.
0: <laughs> I want I want to go back to the COVID in the military. And oh
1: yes, there, so here's a. Well, okay, go ahead, but I got a specific question for you. Okay, so one of the the most amazing things about our country right, is we have the freedom to choose, right? Mm -hmm. And how can you possibly be justified in taking that choice away from us? Like, it's a flu shot. Right, it Basically, all, it's a poisonous flu shot is all it is. Well, no, I don't want it. And guess what? I don't want to get the fucking flu shot either. Leave me alone. Get away from me
0: from that thing. Well, that's a good segue into what I wanted to ask you because this is what I keep hearing people say when I'm against it. And I put a lot of, lot on the line being against this. I mean, I basically left my entire career uh, over the nonsense of all this.
1: I know, and I commend but, you for it.
0: But Well, thank you. Um and I don't regret it. I mean, it's been—it it's, continues to tick by longer and longer, and I don't regret it at That's all. That's fantastic. But, um, you know, what people always say is, you, you know, the freedoms that you speak of, you don't necessarily have those in the military. You're absolutely you know, right. We give know, they, up our they, freedoms. Uh, I, I don't recall this happening to me. Of course, there was a, a number of things that I had to get— uh, that we all had to get. I remember going Anthrox. through the assembly line of whatever when I was in basic training, and then there was like a thing where it was like, uh, you have, you know, go down to medical and you have you have to go get whatever shot or whatever. Go
1: to Okinawa like, way to get JEV.
0: Yeah, yeah. But what's your response to people who are like, okay, well, the military always makes you take all these vaccines. Why would it be any different for COVID? I have my own feelings on that. So first of all. But I'm interested
1: in what your thoughts are. So the COVID jab is not a vaccine. It doesn't prevent anything. Amen. So that and has it even been FDA approved? Yet? It has not. It's still F- under emergency use. Nope. Pfizer?
0: It, Pfizer hasn't approved it.
1: Nope. I think the other ones, Moderna. Sure and oh, and by the way, boosters. None of the boosters. Who's on the FDA uh, list? Who's on the panel of the FDA? The I mean all those folks. Fauci's well, I, well, wife.
0: Oh, is that right? Well, I but know, just a coincidence, right? Well, I know no. the guy. Who is the CEO of Pfizer? I think was like on the board of the FDA. So the guy again, I don't know if that's one hundred percent true. So you know. the
1: CEO of Pfizer will not take the jab. What yeah. does that tell you? Yeah. And in his pathetic excuses, well, I don't want to jump in, in line in front of anybody else. Fuck you, you lying sack of shit. You know it's poison. You know it's killing somebody, and you you know you, you'll take the money, but you won't you know you won't take. Your own medicine. Stop no. being racist.
0: <laughs> right. Well, yeah. what, what if you were retiring in 2022 and at the end of 2021, 20, the president comes out and says, you got to take the vaccine. No, I'd get the, out. The vaccine in air quotes.
1: No, I would, I would get by
0: out. By December, whatever it was. Ain't happening. You know, the thing that the, the thing I, that particularly pisses me off is me and Ryan are nine eleven 11 eras, right? Right. Like, I I've told the story before. I was sitting in the recruiter's office on the morning of 9/11. Oh, wow. And I signed I went and signed my papers. I I went to MEPS 3 days later, September 14. Now, I was I was already going to do it. I was already joining the Marine Corps. But we we served at a time we went to boot camp, I went to boot camp in February 2002 and I think you went in – like March, April, to, uh, April 2000. Or no, pff,
2: shit, oh, April 02.
0: Yeah, okay. so he goes in April 02. I go in February 02. So everybody that we served with was going to boot camp right at or around nine eleven. Right, yeah. And that was a massive motivation for a oh, ton yeah. of people that were in. And then this is the only generation of people that their entire 20 years – if you retired was all wartime situation right yeah so if you if you imagine guys that were going to boot camp in february 2002 like they were McMahon retiring is. they were retiring in february 2022 mm-hmm. but 3 months before that the president comes out and says vaccine or you're out right yeah and i do know guys that were at 18 years 19 years oh it's sickening and they were like, I'm not doing it. They've been to Iraq, Afghanistan a whole bunch of times. It's nonsense. So, how and convenient it is it? And it's a
1: disgrace. But so, and I don't know if this is part of it or not. So, those guys, they lose their retirement, they lose yep. their medical benefits, they lose everything, right? How much money does that save the government? Yeah, what's the biggest? So, what's the driver? Is it. Is it that they really believe in this stupid shot that kills people? Or is it like, well, you know, again, Democrats typically hate the military. Right? Clinton was one of the biggest slashers of the military uh, budget. Biden is a—well, he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what day it is. He doesn't. But whoever's running this country— Andy not shits Biden, his pants. Yes, he does. Okay. Yes, he anyway, does. At the Vatican. At the Vatican. Anyway, sorry. In front of, go of the Pope. That. Well, and he also— he he cut one in, in front of the, like some duchess in England remember that what a fucking <laughs> yeah he's egg. he's a sad sorry sack of shit yeah anyway but anyway uh so whoever's so, running this country hates hates the military
0: so you think this is to i see i don't i don't think it's that pointed i think it's uh i don't think it's to save money because we got to pay all these guys retirement I think it's so much more ridiculous. But it slashes the military. But slashes the well, doesn't military. it always come back to lobbyists?
2: It's lobbyists, yeah. lobbyists, yeah. lobbyists. It's, it's absolutely. all the money. Paying Peter to pay Paul, yep. whatever the fuck the saying.
0: Right. Is. Guys who have served 19.9 years and are now, just collateral yep. damage to idiotic, that's, bullshit right. Democrats. Yeah, right. But that's right. the
2: problem with it now, and especially in Biden's case. Now we got his son. Out there, fucking making kitty porn on his fucking laptop uh, and snorting coke off hey, of his hey, asses no, no, or no, whatever. No, no, the fuck there's nothing he does. to see
1: here. There's nothing to see here. Yeah. There's nothing on that laptop. And
2: getting millions of dollars from oh. the Ukrainian government. That's facts. So,
0: absolutely. So what the
2: fuck are we talking about? Creepy Joe. We're just gonna let their kids keep doing that for generations At, and yes, generations.
1: We, yes, we will. Fuck that. So bro. creepy Joe who showered with his daughter. What? I didn't know anything about, about that. that. Really? I mean, I know I, he's
2: creep. I'm not I'm saying he's not a creep. I'm she, not defending Joe Biden here, guys. Yeah, so, uh, wait, wait, wait. I have
1: not heard I've never heard that, though. I haven't heard this either. What yeah, you? I
2: want to. Joe,
1: so, <laughs> um, I think his daughter was in rehab or something and they, they got her diary. Was she over three years old? She, <laughs> which Jesus. I'm ge- I don't have kids. She was over three, three but like was, she was I don't think she was a teen yet. But she wrote in her diary about how she would take inappropriate showers with with her dad, I gotta find the source for this. Oh yeah, no, it's shit. I could probably Google
0: okay, it. Right okay, now. okay, okay, okay. Uh, we yeah, we got to get to the part where we can throw up some research. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah hey, know, Jamie, right?
1: look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our engineer? Anyway, uh, we
0: got this beautiful TV
1: that's never been used. So anyway, so Adam Schiff is a known pedophilia, right? Chuck Who's Schumer. Adam, wait, wait, wait. Who's Adam Schiff? Adam the, Schiff. He's one of the piece of shit congressmen from. I know uh, who yeah, Chuck California. Schumer is, right? So yeah. Schumer is is a known pedophilia. Doesn't it make total sense that they just nominate? I was going to get into somebody her. that protects pedophilia to the to the Supreme Court. It makes complete because sense because when they, the, the House of Cards finally falls down and they start going after these sacks of shit that should be should have a bullet in their head, uh, she's going to protect them, right? Well, you know, it's just it's a you know it's a it's a different type of love affair. No, it it is a disgrace. It's sickening. Didn't it's, California it's already?
0: Didn't California pass some kind of a thing that if you were within ten yes. years,
1: yes, uh, it uh, that was like a few months ago. It's it not was, a crime. It's a. It's so like a misdemeanor.
0: How do we describe this? And my my recollection is like if you are within ten years of age of the underage person. It's yeah. Is is
1: that what it is? Correct. It's not, it's not right.
0: felony. Well, somebody had to fact check. And I think there was a minimum kinda... age on that.
1: Uh, like they, they couldn't be younger than 14, right? Which is still absolutely sickening. Like what's, uh, what's? But yeah, like so. If the if the victim was 14, the perpetrator was 24, they're within 10 years. Oh, it's just a misdemeanor. Uh, it's yeah, like there's jaywalking. Some, there's
0: something like that. Well, no, you maybe. raped a
1: child, you fucking sack of shit. Yeah, well, I, well, when we
0: put this up, we'll have to put, like, a link to whatever that law is or whatever. I, Because t- I, I, I hate to get it wrong, but I remember seeing the news about it What, however long ago it was, and I was like, what Damn, hey, you're good with the it.
1: Look that shit up.
4: What the I didn't fuck? Didn't bring my
0: phone in. know uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're good. <laughs> uh, we, 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 uh, yeah. I don't want to get into it's
1: like,
2: all. Like if we we're going to get into the ped, we got to make a whole other episode. That's true. Yeah. That true, I, so I, I but saw, yes, they are all fucking
1: pedophiles. But yeah. So but, I, I saw a real good thing on uh, on Facebook. This guy is holding a sign. It says, "If uh, if an animal attacks a child, you put it down." Shouldn't it be the same thing for pedophiles? We're all animals. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I agree. I, well, I attack a child, going
2: fucking, yeah! If I attack a
1: child, kill me. I tell you what: if if somebody ever attacked, my, if somebody raped my children, <laughs> I I would just I would walk up to them and put a bullet in their face, and I'd just no fucks given. It's like a
0: movie, A Time to Kill. I I don't have uh, I have no confidence that that any of this is going to go to court. That anybody's going anybody, yeah, gonna be I know. I mean, just, who are you talking about? Uh well the pedophilia the, ring and oh, yeah, Epstein. Yeah, yeah. So
2: it's, it's over. Epstein, they're hiding you know? it. Giselle they're, they're just, was the scapegoat.
0: It's over. Yeah, they're just gonna
2: it's so over.
1: Epstein was a scapegoat. That's why he hung with Yeah, paper but for sheets. the for the
2: for the sake of justice, they put they gave her a life sentence or right. whatever the fuck. You and, know yeah, I and mean? she's
0: probably living in France. And now
2: but but I don't give a fuck about her. I wanna know who her clients were.
1: Exactly. So
2: stop like playing these like games like well. This most of us are stupid and we'll accept that and just be like, oh, it's over. Like, right. Well, yeah. At the
0: same time. I mean, like, what do you do well, with it? And it's going to be something no, you do just,
2: do something with it because the people like the Clintons, Hillary Clinton, who's involved in. OK, shit, well,
0: what do you do with it?
2: Kill. Them. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you you make it public knowledge. Thanks. Don't you, know you make it? Don't you
0: make it public knowledge? This is. Well, of course, but it's already public knowledge. But we see no, what happens. No, But with, it's I, not
2: in the proven in the courts a lot. Right. Make it yeah. proven exactly. in the courts. Because that's what people listen to. Look,
0: I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I agree. Totally no, I know you're agree, not, but I'm just saying they are showing us that they're not going to do that. No, they're it's above the oh, all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're for sure. They're yeah, yeah, just gonna yeah, keep yeah, us yeah, yeah, they're yeah. gonna keep us distracted with COVID and Omicron and Ukraine exactly. and-, well, that's yeah. it. And, and, and the everybody. problem
1: is Americans are like goldfish, right? They got a three second memory and then it's on to the next thing. You know, and they they keep us stupid with with professional sports and oh, let's watch the game and root for our fan. You know, how about you watch f- if if people if Americans had passion about politics like they do, professional sports or the housewives of pick your fucking city, half this shit would, would disappear. Kardashians, oh my watch god! Watch the Kardashians.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, so, Jim, what are you up to these days? You you were still fl- you were still flying out uh, as a contractor. Oh, are you still doing that or what?
1: No, because thanks they, to Melonhead Biden, yeah. uh, who left all our shit in Afghanistan oh, be for vaccinated. the Chinese to use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no helicopters, therefore
0: I have no job. How many would they leave over there? And it's—I mean, obviously, I know it's an absolute
1: atrocity. What Eighty they... billion dollars yeah. worth of the highest tech stuff and the greatest helicopter on Earth, which is mine. How many of them? Uh, I think we had seven over there, the CH-46s. And each and one's th- like half a mil? No, like 13 million. Oh. So the worst part is, so <laughs> 152574 5, is over there. And that was my very first helicopter in the Marine Corps. So that hurts personally. However, um, I think it's 15. Are you saying it's like 1, 5, the, the
0: helicopter? that you're, or, It was or, my 9. very first helicopter, yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And then
1: 153038. Actually, like, when you see pictures of the 46s evacuating Vietnam, so 038 evacuated Saigon. Like, it was the last helicopter evacuated Saigon. 038 was also the last helicopter to evac... Well, the second-to-last helicopter to evacuate Afghanistan. So that thing evacuated people in, you know, in two wars. And that thing should be in a museum, but instead it's, you know now property do you know anything about
0: uh that there was controversy that the military was was being told not to destroy and and I mean how insane is it that we that we left the bases that we left equipment that we left weapons we left, and we didn't destroy all this stuff we left Gauss and 240s and and but but I heard I, I I think everybody's heard or most people have heard that the military was getting orders
1: not to destroy things what do you know about that Anything? So I can't speak to the military because I wasn't in the military, but I was with another organization that was over there, and uh, we were told specifically not to destroy anything because the military was going to take care of it. How insane is that? Well, so you know, oh, you were a contractor over there for right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joe is, you know, he's owned by China. His whole family's owned by China. Of that's a, that's also a known fact. Anybody with sense can see that. So China goes into Afghanistan. To mine the trillions of dollars of minerals, rare earth minerals, to make electric cars. By the way, yep. And so, what better way to help China out? Because they gave Hunter what one and a half million dollars or billion dollar. You know, he got that huge contract, and not as much as Ukraine. Well, <laughs> well <laughs>
2: actually, that's what, they're do- that's what they're doing. You think and- China gave him more than Ukraine did?
1: I do. Oh, okay, I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Either way, I mean, because I mean, Ukraine don't have the money that that China does. Yeah, yeah. You know? But anywho. So we leave all leave all the equipment over there. China rolls in, right? And China doesn't clearly does not give a fuck about human rights because look at the Uyghurs and their own people. Look at what's going on right now. Right. So so China moves into Afghanistan to mine these minerals, and you know, like, and everybody's like, well, nobody's ever defeated the, the Af- you know the Afghans. And again, it's because we have morals, right? You just don't indiscriminately kill people. Guess what? China doesn't have. Morals. They don't give a fuck about people. So they're going to go in there, hey, mine this lithium so I can build electric cars and sell it to America. No, we're not doing that. Oh, pow, right? Not only am I killing you, I'm killing your whole family. So they roll in with all this beautiful, brand new, high tech equipment, right? They have. So when Biden left our shit over there, Afghanistan immediately became the seventh most powerful air force in the world. I don't know if you guys realize that, but think about that for a second. These guys that, that are throwing rocks and RPGs at, at the military or, you know, at their enemy now has the seventh most powerful military in the world. But well, none I mean, of them know how to fly the planes.
0: Well, but they're figuring it but out. But China does. They're, they're uh, figuring it out. They're
4: going to YouTube it. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, well, the the thing is, is I mean, all this 20 years that we've been fighting them, they have not had an air attack, have they? This is it. This is the beginning of them having an air attack, isn't it? Right, Correct. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, the the because they've the always Taliban had... had no helicopters no. or planes or Correct. anything like that. Correct. Yeah, they're throwing rocks like you said, but now they have an air force. Right. Which is
1: bad shit, insane. Right. And it, and, you tr- know, and it's I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the sick thing is, so you saw everybody saw the C17s rolling in there and just loading up with Afghans that that weren't vetted, right? So now we've got thousands of terrorists running around America. You know who we didn't take out of Afghanistan? the fucking people that were fighting for us and their own country yeah. right so there was a four of the 13 marines that were killed yeah so there was a yeah, afghani pilot about and the afghani the afghan air crew those guys were awesome man they're they're good people and they're just great great people so there's one afghan pilot he was also a, a real estate agent, right as soon as biden said uh i'm going to pull everybody out and sorry guys you're on your own um, ISIS went in there. They went to this guy's uh, office and executed him in front of his son, in front of his 10-year-old son. That's the guy we should have brought to America, right? The guys that, you know, again, that are going. And, and I get up. it where they should they should be there to protect their country, but if you're going to protect them over there, protect them here, you know, yeah. or our translators, right? They should be here. Not over there because they're going to get executed because, oh, by the way, you also left their fucking information over there, you asshole. So now the Taliban knows exactly who they are and they're going after them. I have a friend who is married to a special
0: forces Marine or something like that, uh, and she said that they they were warned that his information was in stuff left behind. That is correct. And they they live up in, like, the D.C. area. Yeah,
1: so now they could track them here.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't talked to her since that conversation. So that, that is one hundred percent correct. Several months ago, but that's 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 insane.
1: Yes. So what are you doing now? I'm a Mexican. <laughs> I'm a day laborer. Is that right? Yeah, So uh, are, my my buddy, his son, had, hanging drywall or what? Yep. <laughs> is that right? Yep. I was, uh, you know, cleaning toilets. Uh, yeah. No, like, uh, so my my son Bob or my son my friend bob his son owns a real estate company and a property management company and so i work with those guys um as a day laborer and whatever they need you know i help with i hang drywall I
4: and babysits the uh grandfather
1: i do i I babysit uh bob because he's he's pretty much useless chaplain of the vsw (laughs) yep i'm a chap yeah well that's the other thing too i'm a chaplain at the vsw i'm the chaplain at the american legion this is in satellite beach satellite beach yeah so i mean i'm I do a lot of volunteer work. like, And I was telling Ryan earlier, um, one of the guys that's been doing most of the work at, down at the V, we're, they're, they're throwing an addition on. And he said, hey, come out Thursday. You know, we're going to paint. All right. So I figured I'd go paint for a couple hours and then take the girls to the park, my dogs, and, uh, you know, and work around the house because there's stuff I need to do around the house. So I got there at 10 o'clock, end up uh, framing the deck, and I didn't finish work until... Five thirty and I'm bent over fucking hammering and screwing and and I couldn't stand by the end of the day, but it was good, you know i mean i I learned a lot I was working with this other guy Hawk and uh he's he's an expert at that stuff, and yeah. so I, I learned a lot from him and it was really really cool and uh, you know
2: it's he helps out the v f w
1: yeah exactly yeah. um but i I do a lot of volunteer work so That's that awesome. that keeps me busy as well sometimes some days I got actually I have to take a day off from work so I can go help other people.
0: Well, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna call us uh, day for now. We're hitting two hours. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, that was quick, that. but um that was awesome like i said man you never know where these are gonna go this was uh this was a very uh interesting conversation Spicy. and uh, i think i think there's more than enough to think we could probably do this again yeah well i hope uh, i wasn't uh, a total retard no no <laughs> retard we're, we're retard, more than, retard. <laughs> you guys are more than welcome to come back and oh it was an it. absolute
1: blessing man uh, i really awesome. appreciate it thank you
0: i think we got some uh stuff out here we'll throw some stuff on the grill i know you guys got a little bit of a trip to get back home but uh you're welcome to stay and hang out oh thank you uh, I would, uh thank you very much for coming in and hanging out with us today this has been awesome yeah it's been my pleasure. thank, thank you. you awesome all right let's get out of here
2: all right